podcast crew, we're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for teleportation? Cool de- destinations? And the explosive action you'll only find in Jumper? Well, rev up your world atlas. Or an earful of Jumper. The only podcast that dipped in ears to jump. Fans of cinema and sightseeing will find much like. That is, if you're not some no-good paladin, like Roland Cox. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little quick trip to Rome, and we'll even have a, a second jumper. Just jump all over the place, jump, 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 and nothing's gonna happen. Hello and welcome to an earful of Jumper. Hello, welcome. Crazy issue stand for earful Jumper here. Uh, Harvey Ockel speaking. Uh, this is Alan, and if you're listening on the podcast, it is not KZSU Stanford. I don't know about that, uh, but uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, uh, some uh, summer travels. We had the uh, summer break from earful Speak Jumper. Speak yourself. You, you, you were. Oh, you, I also did travel. Scotland. I travel. I travel. Yeah. I traveled. Yeah, I, I did some jumps. You well, did. some slow jumps. They call them slow jumps. Exactly. When you, when you get on a plane, we, we we would not bring you the best analysis we could if we didn't globe trot ourselves. Uh, so we, we we did exactly that, and we're back. Uh, Wouldn't that be great just to do a do a world tour where you see in in order? Every location that he's jumped to. If we got the proper amount of financing, we could do that. <laughs> but I mean, you have so- it has to be every location in order. Yeah, and we, and we record that part of the analysis in that location. In right. Order. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you got to go, and and you can't. It's not like oh great, we saw this one location, we're good. It's like no, every time he jumps back to it, you have to get on a plane and get back to that location. And yeah, then yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I mean, we if we so we're gonna start our I mean, that's our, been that was the goal uh, but the financing fell through yeah instead well, of this Mickey Mouse operation I think yes. we can start our GoFundMe now for that so <laughs> absolutely if you want to contribute to the world tour it's gonna take it's like a very important cause. it's gonna take like three hundred thousand dollars but we can do it um, okay so this is an earful of Jumper where we analyze the 2008 film Jumper. We're blowing through Jumper. This is uh, episode four of, of of Jumper. We're in the the fourth five minutes. Uh, and there's a lot of jumping happening. We're 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 we are deep into the Hayden Christensen era of Jumper. Yes, this is uh, they recast the main character. Uh, and they and did it was poorly. Yes. No, I mean well, they no, recast I mean, great. it from I mean, from the young guy. From the which, the, which, yeah, they're which both nobody great. liked the young guy. Let's be clear. He was he was great for playing young David Jumper Rice. Uh, but no one is Hayden except Hayden. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to jump into things. Uh, any uh, any f- uh, further things? We, we, have, have, we have a lot of news to I'll just to say, we got a jam-packed show for you today, so we're going to get right into it. We're going to analyze the fourth five minutes of Jumper, and there's yeah. nothing you or I so or, much or anyone... News. Like, not annoying news, but well, just annoying have, content. I, would, I think great content. But it's just, it's 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 a wealth. It's, sure. It's an embarrassment of riches. One would hope. Yeah. All right. Okay. And we're going to get into it here. This is an earful of Jumper.
All right. We are into it here. We're with our first segment. News. News. Fuse. 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 Views and scr- screws, screws and, and, and news. And boy, do we have many of them. We have a lot of things. As far as okay, uh, I, uh, one, one quick piece of news. But that's the sound of my lips moving when I'm mm-hmm. talking. That's very normal. Okay. That's, what, that's what all human beings yep. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, blame the microphones for anything. Uh, one piece of news. I just uh, heard my uh, my uh, nephew uh, Rory is listening, and I was requested uh, to to mention him on air. So uh, that's, wow, yeah, that's b- big news. Great. Uh, Hi, Rory. Hello, Rory. Uh, okay. Hello, Rory. Uh, hello, Rory. Uh, any uh, any screws? I have one possible screw update. It's f- fairly minor. Yeah. It's more of just analysis we didn't say. Yeah. But it's very important. I uh, okay. Go for it. This is quick. Yeah. Uh, when he goes into his special Heidi room. Yeah. One thing I didn't notice, but this is so cool. Sure. Is that when he jumps, his hand is like on the light switch when he arrives there. Mm. So he's like he is. He doesn't have to move his arm to flip the light switch. Wow! It's already there, and he flips it. One, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, two is uh, it's a little bit in, in the book about uh, details that I could get to a different time. Okay. That, that's that's this the is a lot. For that's a, the only okay. screw. Okay. Other quick things. So there is bigger news that ne- needs to flow afterwards. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna, even talking about. Oh, I have two pieces of news as opposed news. to the news I know you're dropping uh, to my. T- I, thing. I've got big Greg Baker news. So let's call this A, B, and C. Great. Well, those are not news. That's feuds. Well, it's both. I'm not There's sure. There's news on the feuds. That's feuds. If it's okay. news about feuds. All right. Well, okay. okay. And then we've got another screw that apparently I promised there would not be an AI uh, overlord, uh, whatever. The AI would not take over the world by 2024. Oh, did that happen? Well, I just, I mean, I think uh, I was advised by our fan, Harold, to yeah. retract that now. Oh, okay. I somehow missed this, but yeah, uh, I, I I forgot that I had made this promise, but I promised that AI was not going to take over the world by twenty twenty four. I don't understand what's going on right now, and apparently it is. So I was wrong. What? That was my fault. Okay. Are we getting right into it? Yeah. Uh, let's, okay. So A, B, and C. I yeah. got A, A, and B are news one and two. Uh, this is the uh, extra news section we're getting into right now. Oh, okay. Uh, the famous extra news section. Okay. So uh, number one, this is a very quick bit of news, but we promised this. Uh, the news is I did analysis of was last episode the earliest ever recorded. Uh, and I yes, the previously the earliest was three p.m. Wow, second get, was four thirty p.m. You get records of all this. Yeah, well, it's an RSS feed. So oh, sure, okay. I, wow, we have the re- recording time in the RSS feed. Yes, actually, yes, wow. It originally was recording time. Yeah, uh, but it turns out that when it took like months to upload for various reasons, mm-hmm. everyone got upset because it didn't actually like publish. Mm. So now the recording, like there is the time of the RSS, is the time it is. Posted, yeah, and then there's a recording time, which is also listed. Ah, wow, that's great. That's what we do for the fans. That's what we do for the fans. Okay, uh, that's a quick piece of news. Okay, here is something uh, that you may remember. There's a new, cr- I mean, yeah, is it go a used tool store in Manhattan. Sure, sure. I don't, I don't know. They exist that. in Manhattan. I don't yeah. know about that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, find find me. One. I will find you a used tool store in Manhattan. Okay. 
I, this this first avenue supply house looks like that would uh, have pretty cool actually would have some used tools I in it. This. Did it ring a bell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I found a I found a used tool store. You in found one. New York you City. guaranteed me. Guaranteed. Yeah. There's no way that doesn't have used tools in it. Yeah. But yeah, it must have used tools. Okay. Let's 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 go to the tape. Actually, just a quick question. Do you have uh, do you have a like any used tools that you sell, or is it all new tools? Okay. Is there any place that sells used tools, or? Um. It's kind of a question. I'm not sure. Just yeah, but it's all new stuff here. Yeah. yeah okay, that makes makes sense. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay, so that's oh wow, that's on the ground recon from New York. Is that what that is? That is on the oh, up, wow. the Upper East Side, New York. The yeah. uh, the greatest concentration of wealth <laughs> in the Western he- Hemisphere. But th- was this the store was janky though? No, am I wrong? It was great. It was great. I love. Okay. I lo- the first Avenue Supply <laughs> Shop or whatever. Uh, yeah. And there were no used tools in the store. <laughs> no, and the guy thought it was honestly a bit like he had no frame of reference for who sells used tools. Sure. Or even rents used tools. I mean, he, just in general, new tools are bust. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, at least of right now, <laughs> that, that, well, that's certainly, well certainly a flub on that's your good. part. That's good. No, but that's, that's, that's great on the ground research there. Our research well team is best in its class. Uh, okay, so here is the here is the big feud. Feud news, news on the fuse. News uh, on the feuds. I only saw this ten minutes ago. We yeah. said check your email. Yes. and I did. Uh, I did and say I said check your email. What did you see in your email? Uh, there is an email with the uh, it, the uh, it's from Alan, Kathy, and Janet. <laughs> Subject: Greg Baker and cocktail. I, yeah. Do, do you want to so, read this, or do you want me to read this? Or you, you're welcome to read it, but I just, you know, the fact. Oh, that okay. So this isn't. This, this is, is com- everything is new here. Everything is new here. This is a thread from earlier today. A new thread, a new email I sent. Yeah. That now has traction from multiple other people on a Saturday. As I said, the research <laughs> wing of Earful is best in its class. Uh, we never sleep. Uh, uh, do you want to read your email at your voice? I'll read it in my voice. Yeah. Let me read my... And then you read, please, if you could read Kathy and Janet's emails, that'd be great. In different in, voices, ideally. In, in Kathy's voice. In yeah. Kathy's voice and, and Janet's, Janet's voice, voice, respectively. Okay. And for new listeners to the show, you'll, you'll remember we have been feuding with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra for very long. They won't tell us any information about whether or not Greg Baker, who appeared to have been a singer for them, uh, was in the movie Cocktail. As a bouncer. As a bouncer, uh, in a small role. So... Here's what I wrote to Janet and Kathy, which was, I would say, in large part based on our multiple emails to the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Hi, Janet and Kathy. Oh, and by the way, Janet and Kathy, I should explain. Yeah, I mean, was yeah. That, were they in the previous threads? Janet, no. Or is this, this Janet is new and Kathy research. are Greg Baker's agents. Oh, that's fantastic. How do you, where, is he have a website? Our listener, Harold, pointed us to Greg Baker's agents. Oh, that's useful. It is. Much more useful than AI comment, which I still don't understand. Well, it, was a, it was a screw. Sure. I made a mistake. But this is useful. Okay, continue. Okay. Hi, Janet and Kathy. We host a podcast about the 1988 movie Cocktail, com. That's a URL. It's it's linked. Uh, We note... I didn't say that in the email, but it was a linked URL in the email. Yeah. We noticed that Greg Baker, already successful in his music career, may have appeared in a small role as a bouncer in Cocktail. Do you know if this is the case? If so, is there any story behind how this happened? We were surprised to not see a mention in his biography. Thank you for any information you could provide. <laughs> Best wishes for a great season. 
Bravi, Alan, and Mark. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, so Kathy responds. Kathy, that was Kathy responds. Immediately. Uh, uh, within, so the e- I sent my email at 10.45 a.m. Yeah. Kathy's response is 10.50 a.m. Within five minutes. Classic email logic. Either you get in five minutes or you're, you're or never, you never get a response. Yep. Okay, so she says, hi, Alan and Mark. No, no, she's way nicer than that. Hi, that sounds like an annoying hi. voice. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to intuit based on this big logo underneath. No, don't do an annoying voice. Kathy seems nice. I'm just saying, but in co- I, I, I don't think that was annoying. You okay, know? people, it's uh, just character. Hi, Alan and Mark. This is well before my time with Greg. I forwarded him your email. All very best, Kathy O. And nice. then below, it's a nice big logo. Kathy Olson, founder, EA, Encompass Arts. It's nice. in the game. It's. <laughs> So, so, so this is confirmed. We know, we now know Greg Baker has a copy of our email asking whether he was in cocktail. So that's huge. That's huge. That would be enough. You know, there's a claim that he had been forwarded it. Uh, I mean, I know he's got to believe. Oh, you think Kathy might be lying to us? I don't don't think Kathy is lying to us here. It's not certain, but it's possible. I have no, no reason to believe Kathy's lying to us. Okay. So then I respond. I say, uh, and this is, again, minutes later. So eight minutes later, 10.58 a.m. I mean, business is brisk on Saturday morning here. Thanks for the quick response, Kathy, and looking forward to any clarity you can bring. Cheers, Alan. Great. Now, uh, Janet chimes in. This is this is a half hour, uh, actually 35 minutes later. Uh, Janet uh, Janet of Jedge Art- Artists. Janet J of Jedge, J-A-G-J-E. And, and I don't know, like, so these are the two agents listed for him. Yeah. I don't know if these are competing agents, and one of these, like, <laughs> used to manage him, and the new one took him over. Yeah, the EA, or... <laughs> the EA sect and the, the Jedge J-J. sect. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, maybe they don't like each other. I don't know. I mean, including them both on an email thread was a little risky. I think I'm having the red team, the blue team. Like, who's going <laughs> to fight for you but, more? But also, right, I mean, putting them both on the same thread, yeah. it definitely creates a an urgency to action yeah. before the other person can respond. Exactly. So I think that actually worked out well because Kathy got on it. They're they're seeing the subtext here, which is you, you know, if they looked into it, we've talked to Haywood Gould about Cocktail 2. Yeah. You know, yes. this, is, this might mean a nice solid <laughs> gig for uh, Greg Baker. Yes. His comeback role. Okay. Janet uh, responds. Hi. I have never heard Greg mention it. That's Kathy. Oh, well, well this is Janet. No, that, that's a here. different, a whole, whole different voice. Okay. Uh, Hi. I have never heard Greg mention it. Hope you can find out. All the best, Janet. That's actually really good. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a nice Janet voice. That's okay, Janet, Janet J of Jed. Janet J. So thank you, Janet. So Janet is is friendly, but but doesn't have any additional help here. That's fine. Gives me the impression that uh, you know Kathy may be more actively managing Greg at this point, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, so this is great. We have we have a feeler out. It, to- does, it is notable that Kathy says I can contact Greg. Whereas Janet simply wishes that we can get information from Greg. Right. So it seems that we're closer to Greg than Janet is based upon her content. That's uh, right. But That's right. Also, that- interestingly, Janet, in her in her reply, did not reply to the most recent message in the thread. Replied to my original message. So is not even acknowledging Kathy's presence here. She was possibly, she started the email and it took. Yeah. And it took a, it it took took a half that, hour that to 40, draft. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so this is very she exciting. Was, she was dragging her memory of all the time she talked to Greg. Has yes. he ever mentioned it? 
very exciting feud update. Uh, we might be not that this is at all going to resolve the feud with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. I can't see how this no, no, I mean, possibly honestly, do that. <laughs> to be very clear, we have never had a beef with Greg Baker. Yep, and not his representation. No, we, like I, we have no beef with any of these in people. In fact, his representation seems incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, but they're the, extremely res- far more responsive than uh, than Chip uh, Chip Davis's representation. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so. Uh, but it is it is a feud adjacent. Okay, now I believe it is time for uh, for uh, a little bit of uh, jump into spoilers. Jump jump into spoilers. Uh, this is where we. You gotta let it play out there. Okay, yeah. let's jump into spoilers. What's happening in these five minutes of the movie Jumper? Yeah, so. Uh... This is where we read uh, a little bit of a commentary about where uh, we, uh, well, uh, someone who's who watched the movie, and he'll he'll uh, basically let you know what happens in these five minutes, and then we can talk about it. Uh, he lies down on the sofa, watches the news. Hundreds of people are stranded. That's the last time. Okay, but he disregards the trouble of ordinary people and prepares himself for a new adventure with a long coat and umbrella in his hand. That's so true. Absolutely. He jumps and lands in London, where he goes to the pub and picks up the girl for a makeout. Mm. The girl. Interesting. That's the girl. That's the girl for a makeout. Yeah. Then he goes for surfing, but he heard guys talking about how Fiji is the best place, so he transports himself there, and later he eats a burger atop the Sphinx in Egypt. In short, David's days are filled with globetrotting adventures, from riding the waves in Fiji to dining atop the Sphinx in Egypt as charming his way through British pubs to picking up girls, leaving a trail of enamored admirers in his wake. I, I'm not I sure that like last get, sentence added a lot. That's just no. recapping the he, last... Is, are we going to get an actual summary of what happens, or is that it describing no, these? The, well, oh, great. Okay. Well, I mean, there's more, but it's, it's a little bit... But is that the only thing describing his various... Is like the bar scene and all that is just described by that? Well, let me continue. Okay. He effortlessly phases from one play, one spot to another in his home without even trying to walk a few steps. In his home? Where, wh- well, his, the world's his home. <laughs> okay. On the other hand, Roland catches someone in the forest and kills him with the knife, where he also <laughs> receives a phone call on the satellite phone that they have some leads regarding the bank robbery that happened eight years ago. And here starts the darkest period for David. I feel like this would have been a place where, the, where I mean, given that our author was short on word count, this would have been a place where there could have been a lot more words here to describe what's happening. It, is, it is the most frenetic part of the movie so far, but <laughs> and yet we're seeing much more of like recap and just re, recapitulating exactly what they've said a few times instead of just telling us more details of what's happening in this very dense area. Mm-hmm. It's a bit weird, but bit you know, weird. All right. it's, it's, it's a choice. Uh, the encounter with Roland marks the beginning of the darkest of his world, once filled with glamour and adventure, is now filled with suspicion and danger. When David returns to his apartment after a trip, he finds out that his monitors are turned off. This worries him a little, but then it appears that Roland trespassed on his apartment when he was not home. After seeing Roland... David thinks about who this person is for a second, and Roland instantly warns him not to run. Roland tells him they have been after him for the past eight years. On asking who he is, Roland introduces himself. Okay, that's... And that's it. Wow, that's a <laughs> much, really short... Much more sum- detail about, like, oh. two lines of, of dialogue in his room than uh, all the other stuff. But sure. there you go. There you go. There you, there go. you, go. There you that's, go. You know, you get what you get. All right. That has been uh, Jump Into Spoilers.
Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna sink now. Yes, uh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So what you're gonna do is go home and grab your copy of the movie Jumper. Yeah. Uh, split it up if you haven't already. I recommend you've done that in the past, but if you have to do it now, you have to do it now. Just and, do it and grab chunk four, also known as Jumper zero zero three dot mp four. The fourth. Uh, which the however, fourth you, zero indexed jumper. If you follow FFmpeg command in the past, it would be jumper 003.mp4. Which I assume you did. I hope. Okay, I'm ready okay. to go. And we're going to go test ahead run, and yeah, we're test three, run. 321, go. go. Okay, and real. Three, three, three. Oh, that's the wrong hand, isn't Re- it? Oh, I always put my right hand on my oh, hand. Oh, is it? Okay. I never do my left hand, but I'm. Oh. it looks like my left hand to you because it's we're opposite. Okay, I'll switch then. Yeah, okay. okay. Ready? Okay, three, three two, two, one, go. go. I don't think you'll be needing that umbrella. You never know. Okay, this is this is great. How's the sink? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Okay. So, uh, okay. So we got a lot. There's a lot here. Per usual, uh, I think we should uh, kind of break up the scenes. This is good. Tr- this is tricky. What is a scene in in this? This is basically what is, well. Let's this se- is abstract let's, art almost. No, I mean let's let's step back. What is a scene? Yeah, it's. I mean, what, what Webster's scene? I mean, scene is downstream of the theater. And the theater, uh, it's very clear. A scene is actually kind of a coherent unit where the stage is, you know, set up and then uh, cleared afterwards. Webster's defined scene as one of the subdivisions of a play. This isn't a play, though. Oh, okay. Let's move on. Uh, a stage setting. Interesting. Oh no! no, no look. At, okay. Weird. Uh, look at one C though. I'm I'm getting there. Oh, one yeah. C. A yeah. motion picture or television episode or sequence. It, it, it episode. Seems, it seems to. Def- Define a a motion picture or television episode as a type of play. A type of play. That's interesting. One of the subdivisions of a play, such as a motion picture or television episode or sequence. Makes sense to me. Weird. Webster. What happened to Webster's these days? The role's a play. Uh, Okay. The place of an occurrence or action. Oh, isn't like the scene of the crime. An exhibition of anger or indecorous behavior. Indecorous? That's how I Indecorous behavior? Yeah. Make a scene. Yeah. And a sphere of activity, like the drug scene. (laughs) (laughs) Or the movie Sphere. Uh yeah um and so that's those are your definitions. I mean uh, the the most useful one is really it's a sequence in a movie. What does that mean? You know it's not it's not one shot. It is a combination of shots, possibly one shot, possibly more, that combine to being okay. Uh, <laughs> that combine to being a uh, you know something that has kind of a I would say a, probably thematic uh, unity. And it's it's you, you can you can you can quibble over it you know you can call and I will you, we're going to spend the rest of the show debating absolutely. this absolutely you can call okay I mean if you say offhand uh-huh. how many scenes do you think happen before we see Roland in the jungle um Roland in jungle um it is probably like seven so you're going to say every smaller sequence maybe five. I, I mean, we have I, we have him I, walking out the door. We have him on Big Ben. We have him in the bar. We have him talking to the girl. We have him at the girl's apartment. We have him in Fiji at the surf shop. We have him in the ocean. Sorry, not at Fiji. The I surf mean, shop. We have well, him at the surf shop. We have him in the ocean. We have him in Fiji. We have him on the Sphinx. Yeah, I mean, in, in like, I'm at like in eight. a in a screenplay, like a, a classic way to put a screenplay scene. I'm not sure I want to commit to it. Is it is one location, such yeah. as like 
you would have the exterior and an interior. Those would be two separate locations. Sure. So uh, as far as that goes, the pub, you would say Big Ben, then you have inside the pub and then outside the pub. I don't know. I would almost I would say no, I would say inside me, and outside pub. I would yeah, call yeah. London I would, I think, one sequence. Oh, I don't know. I might differentiate between Big Ben, bar scene, and it's, apartment scene. And then I think is a it's a peculiarity of a challenging movie like Jumper. Right. Insofar as in a normal movie, like Big Ben to the ground, those are clearly those are different, different but scenes. For but for him, it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's, it's his own London backyard. It's an establishing. I mean, basically, he's just part of. the happens to be in the establishing shot. Normally, that would just be a shot of Big Ben to let you know you're in London. Yeah, but we get we get uh, David hanging out on Big Ben. Is that's part how of, he considers himself? Like, I got to go to London first. I'm going to like you know kind of do set the establishing the shot. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I think he was scoping it out, looking for the right pub. Okay. From so up there. Do, do you want to call it? Do you want to call that Big Ben's own scene? Sure. I will. So okay. So I'd say lobby end. Yeah. Then Big Ben two. Yep. All the pub stuff three. Yeah. I would say bedroom London afterwards. A separate um, scene. Bedroom London for sure is a separate scene. Okay, yeah. then we have three sub scenes for surfing. Sure, yeah. You, there's surf shop, there's surf water, and then there's, there's the, the surf what? water that sucks. Yeah, the bad surf water, yeah. and then there's good surf water there's in good Fiji. Surf water. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, so is that three? Is that two? Is that what? Uh, that's uh, that's many. Uh, that's uh, that's. I'd say two. I think bad surf, good surf. I think that's that's a good duality. So surf shop goes in with a bad surf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With two sub scenes. Yep. Uh, and then Sphinx, obviously, it's his own thing. Obvious Sphinx. Okay, electricity and Roland in the jungle. That's a one whole scene. That's one scene. Yeah. Then yeah. you got lobby and then apartment. Is that two scenes? Two scenes. scenes, yeah. Okay. You got lobby return and you got apartment. Wow, yeah, that's I know. 10. That's 10. It's a packed app. It's a packed yeah. five minutes. This, okay. this is where the where the film really starts rolling. And Rolling cocks. <laughs> uh, one more thing. Uh, let's, just, I, let's just say the number. Yeah. Jump count. Uh, I think, is this jump right count is it? eleven total, six confirmed. Oh, interesting. I didn't. I didn't break it down by that. There's eleven I, total jumps. Six of them actually you can see on screen. I have. I mean, 10, there's probably more than I eleven. Bet, I bet. I bet. I just missed one. So let's let's. let's you definitely okay. missed one. I. You want me? You want my jump? You want my jump list? One. Are we doing that first? Yeah, yeah. Let's jump quickly list? do a jump list. This is a segment we like to call jump list. Jump list. This is Jump List. Jump List in Seattle. Jump List. Uh, okay, ready? Okay, so one for me. Number is, one, at New York City to London. Yes. Implied, not on scene, not on screen. It's implied, yes. It's implied. Number two, Big Ben to Bar. Implied, yes, correct, not correct, on scene. Correct. Not on screen. Okay. Uh, number three, a crossbar. That one is pub seen to pub, in yes. pub to pub. In yeah. the pub, That's, jumping across the pub. That it, is on, in, screen. on screen. Okay. Jumps from the uh, window to the bed. Yes, um, uh, bedroom to bedroom. Bedroom to bedroom. That's um, explicit. Uh, there's also a, a potentially you could count an implicit there from bed to window. He probably jumped out of the bed from went uh, bed to no, window no, as a jump, but it's it's reading too much into it. I yeah, thought yeah, so. I just say jumping from the window of the yeah, apartment into yeah. the bed Absolute, back with with abs- the with yeah, the woman yeah. that he picked up at the bar. Um, bed to surf shop is an implied jump. Uh, yes, outside I mean, of yeah. the surf shop that is. Yeah, yeah. Impl- and then outside to inside of the surf shop, Correct. you do actually see a, a a figment of him jumping. I'm 100 aligned with you. So okay. Far. Surf okay. shop to ocean? No, no, no. That's I'd say you can't assume that. I don't even have that as an implied jump. I have that as a visible jump. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh wow. You you see a okay, you see well, it's, him. It's actually on my screen right now. Yeah. Let's, well, watch this. So you see okay. see there's him popping into the surf shop, explicit, explicit. and then we're gonna see him do a uh uh oh mm. oh you're, it is implied. Although wow. I will say this, I will say this. It's implied. It's implied 
it's implied and possibly not even the case. The question is, if this is right outside the surf, yeah. the question is, would he let himself out of the store through a door? Like, I would say he probably would No, because he has to get out of the surf shop. He, the surf shop is locked. Oh, would yeah, he unlock it from inside? Oh, maybe. I mean, I, I, no, I, he's a jumper. He jumps everywhere. I will say this. Uh, we said before, beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah, this is beyond a reasonable, a reasonable doubt. doubt. Re- beyond a reasonable doubt. I have a reasonable All right. doubt. We're going to disagree on the jump count. It's fine. Okay. okay. Um. Okay, and I'm going to say five confirmed instead of six. I agree that's not a confirmed one, but sure. I think it is implied. I, I'd say it's. I'd say it is a doubtful one. Ocean to Fiji. He goes from the bad ocean to Fiji. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, then there's the wipeout jump. Uh, where he is wiping yeah, out. Yeah, well, it's getting away on the from wave. Gigi. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. And then, uh, then, and that's to Cairo, probably. And then um, there's a, a, and that's a confirmed jump. We see it. There's an implied jump from Cairo back to New York. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a confirmed jump in the elevator up to his apartment. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So we, we, we're on the same page with one controversy. Yeah. I do agree. He is unlikely. To have walked out to, the door of that as, surf as, shop. As we know, he doesn't use doors. He does not use doors. He hates I've doors. I've never seen him use a door. Unless it's elevator it, door. I mean, the last time he used a door, you remember? Was his... Uh, was was trying to keep his dad out when he was oh, about wow. to get attacked. I mean, that this he is like... experience with the doors. I know. It's, I think but it was traumatizing. I would still say, like, let's say a guy, he's like famously mugs people. Yeah. It's like he went outside and, and someone was mugged. Yeah. I can't say he's a probable mugger, so he must be guilty. Like, there's a reasonable doubt someone else mugged him. You know, sure. There's a reasonable doubt. That's upset. That's upset. That's upset. okay. That's subs in. Yeah, that's all okay, right. That's jump count. That's the jump count. Jump list. Uh, should we do KLP? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yep. guess that should have been keep, earlier. So keep now. line pi. Wow. We're that's, gonna we're gonna exchange KLPs here. We're gonna we're gonna okay. read them together. If they match, this is the key line that represents the this five minutes. Pretty sure we won't match. One line. Well, I, I didn't have good feeling. If we this. do match, we get one point. If we don't match, we get minus hundred. But we're that's doing. Right. We, we're currently at I think. Three points? Is that right? That was a. I think it was a couple. I think we're at a hundred right now. Oh, we're at a hundred points. Wow, yeah, we've okay. been doing really well. Okay, yeah. ready? Okay, three, three two, two, one. one. You never don't know. Run. Okay. Don't see. I yeah, like that's. I that's good. That's good. Actually, don't run. Why? Yeah. Why would you not run? You're gonna jump instead. That's a really don't, good. Point. Don't run. Jump. That's a. Really I think it's good a point. dual meaning thing. And then you never know. What, what does you? Know? You never know. Was it's about the umbrella. Oh, that's good. Which that's I, good. I think it does. That's get good. Into it's okay. Yeah. I'll it, say it's okay. I don't, I don't love it. I don't, it's okay. I don't uh, hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate and Christian it. Yeah. Christian Crittenden. <laughs> Hagen Crittenden. Okay, um, so we're almost yeah. around. So let's let's play let's through. Listen. Let's play through the first, uh, how many scenes? Um, three. So you, uh, you want to go through the uh, end of the pub. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. Don't think you'll be needing that umbrella. You never know. Never know. Never know. London. Big Ben. Umbrella. He's in the bar now. I just had a revelation. Though. Oh wow! Watch it. Mind for joining? 
What can I get you? What are you drinking? Gin tonic. Uh, tank gray and tonic. Two of them, please. So, you live in London? All right. Not quite done yet. They're getting the cab. Great. Okay. What? So much to talk about. So much to talk about. He he covers so much ground in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, Emotionally, physically. Speaking of time, uh, we have. Uh, if we can trust Big Ben, which I believe we can. This is my revelation. I didn't look at the time on Big Ben. I did all the other time calculations, and I didn't look at the time on Big Ben. Wow. I, I know. That's one of the first things I looked all right, at. Well, what's the, what's the time on Big Ben? It's uh, 8.30. 8.30. Wow. That that makes it really difficult for this to work. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> oh, that makes it hard. Um, well, we'll okay. give it a shot. Well, but... let's let's talk about so far. We yeah. know a few things. Let's let's talk about because chronology is is the first thing. As he leaves uh, New York City in the lobby, we know a few things. A basketball game is occurring. It's halftime. We've established that before. Sure. It is daylight outside. It is daylight outside. Yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah. And he is later in London at eight thirty. 8.30 p.m. London. It's, it seems that he went out the door of the lobby and was immediately in London. There's no, yeah. really no reason to believe much time elapsed. Yep. It's 8.30 p.m. UTC. Yes. Or, uh, well, possibly UTC unless it's daylight time. But um, in any case, it's 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 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Uh, London time. Yes. So which is which is 3.30 p.m. New York. Which is 3.30 p.m. New York. And that seems plausible. Uh, light outside 3.30. It also is in London. Let's be very clear. It is not... It, it is completely dark out. Yes. Which... So this can't be in the summer because having just returned from I London in the summer... I looked up sunset times, yes. I mean, I can tell you at 8.30 p.m. In the, in the summer, it is very bright in London. I believe dust doesn't happen till 10 p.m. Yeah, in, it, in, in, in June. It was very bright, very late there, yes. Yeah. So this is... I don't know exactly what that would mean, but it looks like... It's but this per- could be winter. I mean, Fiji is it's, beautiful it's, in Fiji, it's, it's, so winter is... Season. Yeah. So NBA season usually starts, I think, like around November. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's, it's somewhere in winter to early, early spring at best. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's that's our that's so far. We, well, and uh, we checked that with the Nokia timeline. We got to we got to find our ground truth here, but we'll 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 get there. About what year it is? About what? Well, what just what month those phones were released and when there would have been likely ads and all that? We can check I'm back not, in on that. But. I'm not sure about that part. Okay. Uh, so here's so 3:30 p.m. New York t- New York City time. He's jumping to London. He's in London at 8:30. He probably doesn't spend that much time on Big Ben. So I think we can assume basically the time in New York is the same as the time in London. Are roughly. You, are you serious? You think if, he spends you, if the, you're on Big Ben? I would have a. I would make a night of it. <laughs> like that looked really fun. All right. Well, he's gonna need to because some of these other times are real difficult. No, I mean, I, um, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, but oh, in any case, he goes from Big Ben to the pub. I, I honestly think no. It, it's it's kind of stupid to be on Big Ben. We can write that more for a long bit. amount of time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then he's in the pub for you know let's say an hour or you know couple an hour. I mean, at most an hour. He walks in. He's immediately talking to this he, girl. He has a whole London evening of it. He's mingling. Yep. He's in the pub. He uh, perhaps gets digits. Who knows? Uh, but he he uh, he uh, enters a taxi and then uh, spends more time uh, in in a an apartment of some sort. Yep. So it's going to be a few hours, you know, probably from you know eight thirty to you know as much as to midnight potentially. Yeah, and the next scene um, starts in the apartment. She's asleep. I would say 
I mean, that could be as late as, you know, 2, 3 in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah, they could have had a, it a could night be, of it. It yeah. could have been as early as, you know, uh, 8.45. Yeah. If they really, like, <laughs> just really... They're real quick. Real quick about so, everything. Uh, so th- so this checks out great with Fiji, right? And wherever else he was surfing initially. Um, <laughs> She's narcoleptic. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so Fiji, it's, okay, well, let's, not get yeah. let's, let's only talk about the scenes so far. Okay. All right. All right. So, so we went to about sure. the scenes, but the chronology is evolving. So far, it is evening through. sometime between 830 PM and late night in London. Yeah. So, so in these first three scenes, nothing really seems too tricky. This all seems pretty reasonable, except for the fact of it's a happening, this is a happening bar. Yeah. What is like the NBA the Knicks presumably are playing at three thirty in the afternoon. Is that is that's that, possible? Is that's that, possible. Like, is that, it's not likely, but it's possible. Yeah. Do they do? I don't. I'm not an NBA guy. Do they play day games? Generally not. But it. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> um, the uh, maybe it's a practice game or something. <laughs> <laughs> they have a really good relationship talking about the practice team. Yeah. Um. So okay, so the bar in London. Are we, do we want to talk about the bar in London? Well, let's do it in order. Okay, uh, I did write. I mean, my lo- only lobby, note: lobby up, scene. I got a whole lot more to say. Nope, we're good. Yeah, my only note up before the bar is Hayden's smug smile is so funny. <laughs> He's great. I mean, he uh, he embodies the you 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 just you can't hate this guy for being so cool. You just can't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a separate thing I want to talk about, which is I think. Uh, I think we need to have an investigation of cool in the movies. Mm. Uh, so I, 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 I possibly, and this actually goes with this movie, mm-hmm. uh, talking about coolness uh, and, and and gangness. Uh, cool, what, what's that? Coolness and gangness. I'm not sure. I understand. Cool in the gang. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just saying. I think if there's one other movie which is clearly on the syllabus, yeah, it has. It's very thematically connected, mm. uh, which would be the Jimmy Ewell's screenplay for Fight Club. Uh, which I think is interesting. It's about ten oh, years. Yeah, I'm that just is cool. I, th- I think we need to do cool research. And I would say okay. I, I believe you own a few cool on, on Blu-ray. Yeah, uh, late '60s cool, uh, being the Jean-Pierre Melville movies. Okay, uh, uh, Le Cycle Rouge. Oh, sure, and, yeah, and yeah. I own those. I, I'm, films. Just, I'm just saying. Okay. I think this is putting a pin in it. Put a pin th- in that. I think we need to talk about how sure. cool evolves. Uh, this isn't the right time or place. We need to do more it's research not at all. Uh, but okay. cool is a good topic to talk about. Speaking of cool, Big yes. Ben. Big Ben is a cool is a cool building. Yeah, I think it's very cool. He's, I mean, I would say just practically. Yeah, uh, he doesn't seem to like. He will be seen up there. If you like at eight, yeah, he will be. Uh, there are, a very very prominent eyeballs. landmark. A lot of people looking at it, but you'd think he'd be seen on top of the Sphinx as well. He's no, he's well guarded. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like he he seems to be inviting scrutiny in some ways right well but i i mean okay he's seen briefly and then he disappears i mean it's i mean he's he's gone before anyone really has any time to do anything about it i mean he has no reason i I suppose if you are hayden christensen yeah how much scrutiny are you willing to i don't yeah i think he's just like well i can always jump away it doesn't matter yeah but won't people talk about like it's on the news there is a mysterious like kind of person on the big Ben that maybe that disappeared in front of people's eyes <laughs> like is this a like if you were if you were in London yeah and you saw that you looked at big Ben and for a few minutes from the ground what would that, it would look like a person like you mm. can still like you can see that pretty well right um 
Yeah, yeah, probably. Although it is, I mean, it's pretty tall. It's far away. You might yeah. think like, oh, maybe I was just imagining that, you know. Possibly. I mean, I would honestly Especially think if it like, was brief. Or you might be like, wow, was, what's that guy up I there? Mean, if I know, was literally doing... there, what I would think is, oh, yeah. is this a light display? And it's like an yeah. advertisement yeah, yeah, or a stunt? Right. Yeah, a stunt. Or, or yeah. yeah, someone up but there doing repair work. I still think if there is one, I, mean, I think there's always eyeballs in Big Ben, but is there always videotape of it? Probably, probably not, not. Oh, There probably second. is a webcam pointed at Big Ben at all times. That's I imagine that probably, exists. Yeah, actually, that's probably but true. I don't know about in 2008, though. Yeah, webcams were a little harder to come by I back love, then. I love the early webcams. Do like <laughs> nice, it's just like late, you get like one one picture one every, every thirty like, seconds. Yeah. That was so good. I, <laughs> that was the best webcam era. Sure, uh, it's in in it evolved with technology for a few years you got webcams that were like actually real time webcams and I feel yeah. webcams they dropped off so so much there's a That's... few YouTube channels but like there are well, there's it's... a lot of webcams out there but I'm like, always able to find like webcam for, you know, for new years dropped off there's sure, like yeah. just like the Jackson Hole one and no one else like cares okay. you know right. I'm just I'm disappointed I'm disappointed uh, okay there's no like civic pride of like your local city's webcams where that used to be a big thing like oh the mm. downtown of every city has its famous mm. webcams okay uh, okay so I would, yeah, I mean, I would still say there's a good chance this would be a minor story of, like, what was going on in Big Ben? Someone seems to be doing a stunt. I know? think there's a chance, but I don't think he's worried about it. Yeah, does he do this every day? Does he do, like, weird stunts? Yeah, and it seems to work out for him. <laughs> I guess so, I guess so. He's been doing it for eight years. With no consequences. Nine years, with no consequences. Okay, that's why he's got such a smug smile. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it is so funny. Um. Uh, okay. He also, by the way, like... He starts off, he's holding on to the minute hand. Yeah. And then when he puts the umbrella, he's, you know, no hand, no hand. Yeah. I yep. suppose, you know, if, if he falls, he can jump, but, yeah. So he gets to the pub, no ID check at the entrance, which is interesting. It could have been right out, it could have been right after he ID check, right? No, no, we see his whole sequence. He's looking through the window outside, and then he walks in, he walks by the bouncer, uh, oh, and, you know, okay. and, and so, which is. Interesting, because he definitely looks like he could easily be under twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say if I was, if I was, he looks like he's twenty-five, twenty-six. I mean, not even that. I mean, I think, I mean, they just a person under thirty a, a should pub. always be. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know London culture though. Is carding not as big there? Well, maybe? not at a normal pub, but a, pub, a crowded pub like this on a busy night, they probably would. I think this is an American Puritan attitude. I think people. No, I mean, I got carded at a busy pub and not at not busy. Ones, sounds unlikely. So. Okay, well. Uh, no, really. I'm actually. I'm legitimately kind of surprised. I would have thought that like everything is just. I thought like, I thought children binge drink in <laughs> in London. Uh, so let's talk about this pub, though. Yeah. You get you catch the name of the pub. Yes, Irish Embassy. The Irish Embassy. Yeah, I I did uh, I did some research. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did too. Yeah. So one, do you know where it exists? Well, you know, you look at that and you're like, well, that's real weird. There'd be a pub in the middle of London called the Irish Embassy. That's quite aggressive. <laughs> and uh, and then you realize it isn't in the middle of London. It's actually in uh, either Montreal or Ontario. Well, yeah, well, Toronto. Or sorry, uh, no, uh, yeah, sorry, Toronto or Montreal. Toronto, yeah. Ontario. They had two. Toronto, oh, interesting. I, they I had thought... two branches. There was oh, a there no was kidding. a Toronto and a Montreal branch. They're both closed. I then. only saw the Toronto one. That's yeah. interesting. I uh, the, the the photos of the Toronto one certainly seem. Like I think this is the Toronto one. one. The Montreal one looked uh, uh, less um, looked smaller. And we we know Toronto is always a great filming location. Yep. Yeah. So, and it is it's weird. So they have a website, IrishEmbassyPub.com. 
Yeah. It is weird how little they disclose on this. So they have a lot of content on their website. I spent a lot of time <laughs> figuring out where is this. It's and weird how they don't have basic information, like where the pubs are. <laughs> I suppose, like, I guess, who is the use case for the website? If you're, like, in the city and you see the website, like, the website on the <laughs> side of the building and you look it up, you, you know where it is. You're yeah. outside the pub. I suppose it is more unusual for this someone... I. I want to go to this website. Yep. I don't know where it is. Well, but it's so the website's geared toward like booking events is a lot of it, right? It's like yeah. you can book our pubs for your events. So you would think you'd want some basic information there. Also, if you dig into stuff like I try to figure like you they have a thing that's like our story, and I figured that would tell us like when the pub was founded. That'd be nice to know. That's like a good part of our story. I love a good story. And they don't have any of that information. It's just super generic information. I believe <laughs> about like what are pubs? I, what can base, you expect? I mean, let me here. I'll bring yeah. it up. I, you know, I, I, I skimmed I, this. I didn't I, do. I didn't do a deep. I read. think it's because they're part of this chain, the um, uh, PJ O'Brien, right? Which is a very uh, PJ O'Brien, I believe, is a very large chain. Uh, and so the um, the I think they're trying to hide kind of some of the. They're trying to seem like they're like this local pub, but they're not really. So they've got all these pictures as if it's like, yeah, this has been around forever. Um, but then they're not willing to actually say anything about it. So like our story, here's how our story starts. Yeah. The pubs and restaurants under the Irish Embassy Hospitality Group banner are inspired by a <laughs> legacy of Irish hospitality that traces its roots back four generations to Ireland. Our success is found in a passionate desire to ensure that each guest is well cared for. The family of expert staff that has grown to support us here in Canada has also embraced this passion. The touchstone from which we measure our service and hospitality comes from the Quinn family, matriarch and patriarch, Anne and Pat Quinn Sr. When the family emigrated to Canada, it'd be nice to know when, it was only naturally, naturally, that the Quinns transplant from their native land an entirely authentic Irish public house, meticulously faithful in style, atmosphere, quality, and value. Um, so it does say with over 100 years of history in the hospitality industry, the Quinn family supported by a wider family of dedicated managers, bartenders, host ways to... So, I mean, 100 years is a detail. I mean, that's how far you go back. Because if you go through all your ancestors and just do a yeah, sum I know. of how many just total like, years... Yeah. I would guess hundreds of yeah, thousands sh- of years. Sure. Of and it's not saying how much of that was in Canada, how much of that was in Ireland. So it's very sparse on details here. I could use a lot more details about like actually what happened when was this pub founded that'd be great to know i mean i would assume that they're fudging and like it's like oh you know they came over in the late 90s or the mid aughts right yeah and like it's like but you can say oh yeah we have some great uncle who yes. was in hospitality back in ireland yes. you know three generations ago or something. i mean that's i believe that is what's happening yes. uh, yeah. i'm looking up irish pubs in london proper and there's there's plenty there's the oh no no there's plenty of irish pubs it's just calling it the irish embassies oh. you know it, uh, just a bit aggressive but are you saying you should never do that in a world capital where there are embassies uh well i'm saying that yes and yeah. <laughs> yes um because if you look up irish embassy london you will get the i know irish you get embassy. the actual irish embassy yeah which i i had a very hard time not finding when i was trying to search for this pub yeah now it, it does make a lot of sense though which is uh I think you would be likely to find this in cities that are not world capitals. In world capitals, I it's a no go. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> calling your pub an embassy in a city where someone might be reasonably searching for the actual embassy is uh, definitely a risky move. Yeah, um, it's pretty but, grand. Looks like a, it looks like a cheesecake factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, and then so that's the pub. That's a, anything else about the pub situation? We're setting up the it's pretty crowded. It's pretty crowded. I will say it doesn't match at least my experience with a British pub vibe here. This this definitely feels more like an American bar vibe. 
um, just in terms of like what's happened, the music, what's happening inside, like that sort of stuff. Well, what what is different about the London scene? Um, is, is there more of just like a tiny little piano where quaint little townsfolk crowd around? More, and- more of more of people there as parties with you know each other. Less of mm. people there to uh, like sort of mingle and and it's move more, around more and more find of an other open people. Office space. Right. Yeah. And then um uh, uh generally no music um or really. I mean, depending. Um, oh, that's that's. Yeah, I mean, this place is clearly a busy place. Probably, you know, in, in, in that a, sounds that sounds like heaven. Looking, no, I know, and this place probably looking to attract more of the kind of party crowd, so it probably would have music. It's not that every place doesn't have music, but just far far Funny, less. Any place that doesn't have music sounds like heaven. Sure, yeah, yes. Um, but anyway, um, and then um, and then uh, we have what I believe should be the drink of the app. Yeah, okay, so he gets into the bar, he kind of, he goes to the back of the room, and he looks up towards the bar, and there's a, I mean, before we talk about the drink, yeah. uh, the, there's a, a you know, young woman, uh, blonde, and she's there, and there's a couple, I, I was trying to figure out, okay, he, he sees her, and then he jumps to her. Yeah. Uh, question one is, is there any real reason for it? Like, I thought at first, oh, is one of the other guys going to make a move and he's yes. trying to get, like, he knows he doesn't have time to yes. waste. It doesn't appear so. It seems like the two guys are actually, like, head-bobbing to his, each other. I and- think it's more he's worried. The move of, like, trying to actually butt in on the other guys without a jump is an awkward move, right? That's like, I mean, he's like, he'd be kind of elbowing in sideways and it would, like, it would not look very cool, right? It is true that he it gives him, uh, you know, certainly an edge of maneuverability. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a that's a that's a nice to have, not a must have. But I do agree. the The question is that, again, trade offs. Yep. If you if you jump in a crowded place, yes. it is likely someone will see. Right? Did did something weirdly magical happen yes. in my vicinity? But this makes me think one of two things that we, we kind of have to believe because there's enough of situations like this where he jumps where there's other people that conceivably con- conceivably be watching him jump. Right? Yeah. Makes me believe one of two things. Okay. Theory number one, there is something about jumping that also has like kind of a reality distortion field element to it where other people are likely not to notice uh, sort of just as a feature of like jumping. It's just also sort of something that other people are, you know, well, you can, you can, you can say it's part of the jumping thing. Like it actually has like a brain clouding effect, or you could say like realistically, if someone jumped, the human brain is not really designed to understand what's happening. Yeah, we were yeah. like our ancestors did not did not, not jump. did not hunt animals that jumped. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, no teleporting yes. animal. I mean, the thing is, like honestly, like what we actually experience is not really a feed as much as a reconstruction of right. of, of stuff. So you could say this just messes that up, and people actually just see it as completely continuous and like just, as as I've know. said, this is a movie about movies. Yep. When we watch movies, people are constantly discontinuities. Like, discontinuities are part of the art of cinema, and we just believe it. And we don't. Like, people have said from the beginning. People thought this is actually you can't just have cuts. Early cinema avoided cuts because they thought like, well, that clearly is going to be disorienting, and it was surprising it wasn't. Yeah. So, and I think you could very much say that like someone might say like, wait, were you there before? But like. If you don't really have a frame of reference, like you're in a crowded pub, like if you're alone in a room and suddenly someone appears, like, okay, yep. you would know something weird happened. But yep. I do agree, a crowded bar, you'd probably reconstruct something. It seems yep. normal, like a guy butted in quickly. Totally. Yeah, yeah. So that's my, that's one theory. Yeah. The other theory, which I guess these could actually be combined as well, the other theory is that David has, or maybe all jumpers, have some sense 
of I can jump now and no one will notice. And so they just time their jumps to know when like everyone's looking away and they just have that intuitive sense for this jump is going to be safe. No one's going to notice me. Or maybe they build that sense over time. There is something about uh, this is kind of referring to what the book talks about explicitly, which is uh, jump sites and, uh, and jump sites are referred to in the movie. But it certainly sounds like the process as originally idealized is if you're going to jump, you actually kind of need to know your location exactly mm. first. And if you're smart about it, you pick locations like, oh, it's kind of around that corner. It's, yeah. you know, you would pick jump sites. In a sites. closet or whatever. In a, yeah, a bathroom. or something. I mean, this is yep. a jump site, which I suppose, I, I, I think if you say like, oh, you have like kind of a real sense for is it going to be disruptive? I'd say, I would say probably not. But I think if you're a jumper, you will pick jump sites that are not clearly stupid. Yeah. And I mean, Big Ben's clearly stupid, but then again, it's weird up there. Maybe yep. it's out of the way, but... I, I I think I think it's more about your your active brain and not your like some subconscious level. But uh, okay, so he jumps. It would be pretty cool if like I think good movies, uh, when anything weird happens, it's good to cut to like some random character who's not really part of a scene, just like a character actor who just like looks at the camera and like maybe like they drop a pipe or they just their eyes bob out, which happens here. Which happens here. Which is, I gotta say, like it's a great cameo. We have uh, we have uh, the actor who played Billy Elliot. You know, mm. a little taste of the UK, and he just shows up on screen to you know bob his eyes like. Did I just see something? And then uh, presumably never to be seen again. Yeah, I'm sure we'll never see that guy again. Just, I mean, it's a real, it's a real wink for all the uh, for all the London heads. Is, is Billy? It's not London. It's it's where where does it take place? Um, what Billy Elliot? I, yep. I have no idea. Oh, you know, you know the, mo- the movie. I know the movie Billy Elliot. I don't know it's any. It's a coal town, so it's probably Wales. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, let's 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 find that out. But. Uh, it's just a real wink for all the uh, for all the uh, London uh, the the the, the UK files. Sure, the UK files. Uh, but okay, he's 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 made his move. He's he's now he's now at the at the bar. Now at the bar, and he orders kind of awkwardly. I guess I don't. It's a it's a weird. So he gets in there real smooth, but then the process of so he's asking her. Uh, what's the sequence? He asks is. She's asking if he's going to have something, I think. Well, he jumps and the guy says, watch it. And then he says, mind if I join you? Yeah. He says, no. What are you drinking? Yeah. Gin and tonic. And then he says to the bartender, uh, tank ray and tonic. Two of them, please. Yeah. Which is, it seems to be like, it seems like a- Is it supposed to be cool? Because he seems kind of out of place and awkward when he's ordering the tanker and tonics. <laughs> I I mean I would say it's it's kind of weirdly uh, passive aggressive because he seems to be saying it's like oh you're some pig who gets any sort of gin you know you'll, I'm going to get tanker you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. drink swill I I care I'm going to get a like a mid tier gin yeah know? I mean it's not like tanker is super fancy yeah I mean it's I mean it, I guess for 2008 maybe. I mean, that's a weird gin. Also, there is never unlike vodka. There's never been a super premium tier of gin, at least historically. Like, well, I mean, like Bombay. Hendrix is, uh, you know, but Bombay Sapphire be- and Hendrix are like top tier, but still, that's not like it's not like a factor of ten. Right, you get this isn't like he's ordering yeah, yeah, yeah. hundreds. You're talking about scotches or anything. Yeah, right, you know? exactly. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. Um, so it's a little weird. And then, um, uh, what else is? Oh, the other weird thing is she looks upset ish but then instantly is happy about him 
Uh, yeah, it's we'll, we'll play this again. Yeah. I think it's worth doing. Uh, it, Billy Elliot takes place in the north of England in County Durham. Of course. So there you go. Yeah, I, I, I've stopped in Durham. Oh, did train. you? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I didn't get out, but I was on a train that stopped in Durham, and I looked out. That's 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 great. Yeah, yeah. The North, North, North. I I got ancestors in uh, in Cumbria. Uh, yeah, Cumbria. Uh, but okay. So, but in any case, like he, it it does sound like pickup artist stuff. It's like, oh yeah, subtly, subtly criticize what that she's, she's drinking just generically ordering by, a gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe he is he is. I mean, he he does he is toxic. You know. Yeah, he is. And then well, then when he does that, then and then she's excited about it i guess she suddenly becomes well that's that's why it works interested she well and that's why she asked do you live here which is that are they is it really that like the fact he ordered a tankray and tonic is like oh this guy must be a local i would i was actually i would presume it's because of his voice is not british no no i know but is that what she's amused by is the contrast between his american accent and the fact that he knew to order a tanqueray and tonic you've heard of gin you've the heard lo- of tanqueray? The, lo- the local drink which again for 2008 i mean it was there was less right. of a chance but I just think it's 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 if you encounter an american in london you'll say oh do you live here sure or are you, are you on business okay let's dig in here you mind if I join you? what can i get you what are you drinking Gin tonic. Uh, tank rain tonic. Jewel So, you live in London? I mean, it's a good question. It's a small talk. Yeah, it's a good small talk question. Just say, it's like, what um, are you ordering? Is gin and tonic. Like, yeah. so actually, that was kind of like weird. Yeah, she's kind of like sneering. put off. Yeah, and she's. Yeah. But then she seems really like she does seem very into it uh, afterwards. When yeah. She asks the question. Well, it will, okay, after well, he orders the tank array. Okay, and then takes let's just, out. Let's just take this in for a moment. Takes out cash, it seems like. Of course. Cash I will say can. one of the best parts of London, every single pub, it's just like tap your phone and go. There's no That's cash. The worst part of London. It's so good. It's hell. Uh, okay. A- anything else before we get to the other scenes? Um. Let's just, let's no, just, let's just go. Let's go. This totally sucks. Hey, I thought this is where the storm was supposed to hit. I heard it hit Fiji. Fiji, huh? Yeah, they got like 30-foot swells. Really? So good. He is so cool. Is his hair shorter on the Sphinx? Looks like he has a different uh, haircut. I think he just has... No, he's just been in the water, so it's all kind of draped over his mm. face. Like, whatever hairstyling product he had is, is rinsed out. The axe? But then somehow it gets back into his hair by the time he's walking back in the building in New York. So. Well, yeah, you have to be... Okay, yeah. perfect place to end. Uh, okay, let's let's first talk. Just to recap, apartment. The, the next scenes are London bedroom, London bedroom, surfing bad beach, surfing good beach, surfing sh- uh, well the shop before yep. that, and then the Sphinx. Yep. Uh, so uh, before you get into details, let's talk about chronology. Uh, obviously, getting to the bedroom, we already talked about that. Yep. That's going to be the same night in London, London time. He is now uh, at a surf shop and then a bad beach. Yep. The surf shop. Conceivably, doesn't have to be where the bad beach is. Surf shop could be anywhere. This could be the best surf shop in the world. That's right. Or yeah. just a surf shop, which is easy to rob. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, but like South Pacific or, you know, or Oceania, I mean, it, it, it checks out, right? Uh, so it's, you know, so, uh, 8.30 p.m. in London is 7.30 a.m. in Fiji. So we've got a lot of margin here, right? I mean, it, this could be any time morning. Uh, well, certainly the surf shop is morning, right? But that could be anywhere. And then Fiji really, I mean, Fiji looks like it's probably early, you know, uh, late morning or new, or midday, yeah, something like that. It doesn't add up. They're actually, so far, that adds up really oh, well. Oh, it adds up beautifully until we get to Cairo. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think canonically, I, I mean, it looks like the surf shop, it does seem like early morning vibes. Surf shop is absolutely early morning. But again, that could be literally it, anywhere. That could be what you're saying would be further somewhere a further storm. west of Fiji. It could, yeah, right. I mean, and, and even though it, so looks, much, it has American. I mean, there's like there's the, places there's like there's American, American tourist. There's American in surfers. India, you know, American surfers go everywhere. This could be this could be Goa. You know, this could be all sorts of like resort right. towns or something. I don't yeah. know if they surf there. Uh, in real life, do you know where the surf shop uh, took place? I'm gonna guess. Um, it was called Winds Up. Oh, Winds Up. Winds Up. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess this is actually like um uh, California, like like L.A. or something. Um, uh, Martha's Martha's uh, vineyard. Martha's Vineyard Surf Shop. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. huh. they did a good job making that look like it's not something in the northeast of the U.S. No, it does like, and this is confirmed. Oh this yeah, is, this is a shot of uh, Tisbury, Massachusetts, yep. sixty-one Beach Road. Yeah, and that's winds up. Could nice, be, very yeah, nice, distinctive logo, and that mm-hmm. is the building. All right. Uh, so, which I guess, yeah, why not film there in New York? I yep. suppose, yeah. but uh, it's. I mean, canonically, it cannot be Martha's Vineyard. So nope. just, but it seems like it's some resort town. Yep. In a time zone. Uh, somewhere west of Fiji by a couple clicks. Yep. Uh, and then he goes back to this bad beach. The question to you is, where is the bad beach? Where is the bad beach? Uh, it, I'm, I mean, again, it could be anywhere. I don't think so. What? He goes to the bad beach, and, they, and he says, wasn't the storm supposed to No, I here? know. It could be anywhere within, like, a reasonable distance of Fiji well, where a storm okay, could Okay, well, that's hit. very different than anywhere. No, but there's so many time zones that are near enough to Fiji that are, you know, that where a storm could have hit that might have instead hit Fiji. I'm reminded of a certain, uh, you know, I guess maybe life slogan, you'd call it. Mm-hmm. A certain, you know, dictum to live by, which okay. is anywhere is possible. Anywhere is possible, exactly. And I would say, in this case... Anywhere isn't possible. That's true. It's, it's, it's a, it's but a there subset are, of, of there all are anywhere. five plus time zones around Fiji where a storm could conceivably hit instead of Fiji. Well, it's not just the time zone. It's just the, I it's, know in the, the geography. Sure, yeah. You know, but it'd be very stupid if you were in like Santa Cruz and you said like, "Oh, is that storm hit here?" That would be very <laughs> it's like, stupid. No, I heard yes. it hit Fiji. You yes, know? I know, but it could yeah. could be northern Australia. Could be yeah. uh, uh, Indonesia. Could, in, I mean, in an early script, uh, it says it actually says everyone has clearly has an Australian accent. Yeah. Northern Australia checks out. None of these people have Australian accents. That's right. But again, U.S. <laughs> surfers go everywhere. So absolutely, yeah. it's just a it's a it's a little enclave. Yep. Okay. Okay. Put those in. Dude, this totally sucks. Surfer I accent. thought this is where the storm was supposed to hit. I heard it hit Fiji. Fiji, huh? Yeah, they got like 30-foot swells. That kind of sounds like... I, I don't, that's I, like a faint Australian accent, that I last guy. I think it's more Britishoid. Maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, now he's on the cool waves. So, um... I'd love it. Okay, uh... Good job. 
So, um, By the way, I want to mention this is Case Issue Stanford, if you're listening uh, live on the radio. If you're listening on the podcast, then it's or, not. Or delayed on the radio. Uh, okay. we do. Did we talk about the apartment scene? We didn't talk about the apartment yeah, scene. Yeah, no, we're, we're getting we're, into the we're, surf we're, shop we're, and we're everything. We're chronology, then we'll... We, okay, okay. Then we'll... Okay, so quickly, that's chronology. Yep. Uh, uh, that's chronology. That's a chronology. And then uh, Sphinx. So the question is, Sphinx. okay, this is... This is this early is the problem. later morning. This is the problem. So, so the uh, eight when he arrived in London, eight thirty p.m. Yeah, it was ten thirty p.m. in Cairo. Okay. So to get to what is clearly not early morning, like at least some daylight in Cairo. I mean, this is has got to be like at least seven a.m. or later. I don't know. It could be. It's not. It's not really strong light. This could be like. I, there's people out walking around. I mean, it could be 6 a.m., maybe. I would say 7 wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, 6 at the... Like, yeah. I mean, even 6. Let's say... Yep. Still, that's got... That means this whole thing has to take 8 hours. Yeah. Which is hard to believe, because then that would put him back in, in New York at, you know, 11.30 p.m. Well, what's the problem with that? I guess that's possible. The, I mean, the the constraints would be... Is is his is his uh, what's the name of the, the guy who works at the desk? Uh, the uh, the what the uh, doorman? Yeah, what that doorman? Oh, you mean his name? The deskman. The deskman. Yeah. Uh, what's his uh, what's what's yeah what's his what's his name? I forget, but but uh, David does call him by name, which is nice. <laughs> he's, he's he cares more than than I do. <laughs> uh, Angelo. Angelo. Yeah. So that's uh that's Angelo. I mean Angelo's shift clearly he. Probably doesn't work. An, I mean, he could work eight hours. He could work, he could he work, work eight he hours. Work, he I guess he'd be at the end of his shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the only real constraint. Uh, it's not weird. Like, I oh, guess that's true. He's back in New York and it's late. Like, what's the problem? That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So um, I, I'd say he probably surfed for a while. Surfed for a long while. And possibly did other a stuff. A long while. Okay. All right. I yeah. guess it checks out. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really. Okay. So let's talk about more in-depth yeah. bedroom scene bedroom scene so he's he's looking at the window he's looking kind of sad at the window i would say no i would say he's looking european cool oh i see he has like okay. a european ennui going euro on. cool like he the, the framing is you're looking outside the window yep. rain is like Coming dripping down. down the window yep. and he's just looking with kind of like like shirtless heavy. Yep. shirtless is looking shirtless? out the, oh yeah he's shirtless oh, looking cool. out the window and like he's with, like, with this with this British woman on the bed behind him, he is like kind of like like his eyes are kind of looking down, heavy lidded. Like he seems like he should be smoking, but it's 2008. The woke police already you know, <laughs> stopped that from happening. Uh, but like it is, it is seems like a, like an homage to kind of what a guy who watches European cinema would think would be cool, which is look out a window and just like look sure like, existential. I well, that was the thing. I thought it did look like an existential look. It was sort of a like. <laughs> I think I did see there is, I mean, I, I, I haven't done a complete read through, uh, but there is, uh, there is more to it in the, uh, in the script, which is kind of funny. I'll get to that in a second. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's not, yeah, she, she, she does say you here in London. It's like, you got a car, George. Tell someone else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says interior London apartment night. Rain swims down the window. David stands at the glass, his shirt open, looking out at the city. He has no shirt on. It's not open. It's off. That's very open. That's like <laughs> the most open a shirt can be. <laughs> we see the girl in the background asleep in bed. David stands alone. His eyes are distant, a little lonely. Rain keeps swimming down the glass, and David is... Maybe we notice. 
he left his precious lighter in the bedside table, a parting gift uh, after he's gone. Mm. As as th- as thunder after so, he's gone after he's gone, uh, so yeah he's he's he said hmm. okay confirm sad confirm sad I thought so yeah oh he's, he is shirtless <laughs> okay he jumps across the room that's, yeah he jumps back into the bed kind of what is he he he, and he like picks, he does like a pit, he does a push up or something on the bed it looks like well it looks, I, I think he like picks up his shirt. Sh- oh, that that would make sense. Yeah, like the way it's framed, it looks like he's picking up like a sea anemone or something. Yeah, like no, it's I, like a big like. I guess if you crunch up a shirt, I, I don't think know. it's his shirt, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. Like, so then, so then he does the surf sequence. Yeah, he's uh, he's shoplifting. He is shoplifting a surfboard and a wetsuit. With at least that's implied. Yeah, because he looks at those surfboards real hard. Yeah, it's a cool place. Uh, the uh, bad, the bad American surfers near Fiji. They're upset. Maybe it's like a, an American territory, like the like the northern the Marshall Mariana. Islands. Yeah, yeah, one of those ones. Sure. I don't know. Uh, he's in Fiji. The Fiji sequence is really funny. Yes, which is just it is clearly not like it. It's like stock stuff, or it's like superimposed on top of that. <laughs> but it's from a distance. And you just see like an incredible wave and this little guy surfing. Who looks vaguely like a Hayden Christensen. Yeah, it's like it's enough like and then you yeah. see him like in incredibly stupid ADR, yeah. just like very well mic'd, be like, Whoa <laughs> like, well, what a wave. And then, and then he's about to wipe out yeah. and he jumps away. Yeah. And I think that's the jump of the app. That's interesting. I I like what you're thinking. Oh, this is actually a question too. Uh jump count. Yeah. Is that only David Rice Jumper? Yes. I believe. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Because we will see more uh, getting into that later. Sure. Um, okay. Anything more about the about that sequence? I just think it's incredibly. That's like, it. It's hard to describe how funny it is unless you see it. Like, yeah. It might be the please. Like, please go see it right now. But, if you but also, seen it. the next cut is to the swing sequence, which is in my mind even funnier. Yes. So, Him hanging out, eating a burrito on the top of the Sphinx. How? What? Okay. It's hard. I I tried to look. It's very hard to see what fast food this is. This you know what it I is? would assume Taco Bell. I mean, it's I a burrito. I mean, I it's there's like a logo which implies another jump because he's not going to get that. Well, I guess he could get that in Fiji. Actually, but. this is this is a proposal uh, for kind of a segment I want to introduce. Yes. Uh, this is this food takes, of the app. This takes other other work. No, this is something called uh, a closer look, which is some of these sequences. It's very hard to see some of the details. And I remember we we uh, downgraded the quality of of the film slightly, right? Didn't we? Didn't we? Like the the rip isn't the maximals. No, I thought we actually like made it slightly smaller. Oh, we might have yes for the purpose of um, oh, just, just, no, no. Uh, I don't think we made it smaller. I think we just made it uh, a lower bit rate slightly. A bit re- I thought it was really resolution. I don't think it's resolution. I think this well, this baby's at 1080p. It, okay, well, I thought I said that's big it's, enough. I mean, it's In any 1080p. case, if the Blu-ray, I'm kind of curious, if you frame by frame on the Blu-ray, is it possible we'll see detail that's harder to see in our... Con- confirm uh, 1080p. But yeah, sure. We will okay, take okay. a look. Okay, there's two things. One is this rapper. Two is his little Rose's Lime uh, whirly gig. Right. Uh, yes. those, those are two things I want to do a closer look on. Uh, this is part of our research program. Uh, but, okay, he's, he's on the Sphinx. 
And the camera, it reminds me of the Empire State. It's like whipping around. I guess they actually like hired like a small you know, helicopter. Yeah, to go around the Sphinx and hide the town behind it. It's a very clever shot that frames the Sphinx without seeing uh you know significant city view. And he is just like I'll say this, as opposed to other parts so far where where Hayden Christensen as David Jumper Rice is always very cool. Yeah. He is like he is looking sloppy in this weird yeah. shirt, like just stuffing food in his mouth with wrapper. Yep. It's incredible how like weirdly uncool he looks. But yeah. he's wearing sunglasses. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. But he just looks like incredibly desperately stuffing food in his. That's face. right. Well, he's just surfed. He's probably I exhausted. Guess. So the weird thing. So this is this does look. Am I wrong? This looks identical to the shot in the opening sequence of my day so far. He's got the surfboard. He's got okay. the boombox. He's got all that stuff together, right? This this goes to my overall question. Uh, if you want to text us, you can text us at 855-723-9010. Unless you're listening on the podcast, then you cannot. You can. Uh, you, oh, people will see sure. it, but <laughs> not us uh, if it's live. What is going on? What is going on? Okay, so if you remember, I believe episode one, when we're talking about the Sphinx, yeah. I didn't... I, I mean... As we talk, as we analyze, we analyze sequentially. Sure. We don't go ahead and watch the whole movie again and again. Yep. We do it in pieces. I found the Sphinx sequence in an alternate trailer, and I thought this was an alternate sequence, which was outside the movie. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot he's on the Sphinx twice. Oh. And there are several differences. Well, I was going to say, because this is clearly not his day so far day, because the day so far day involved going to, like, Rio and stuff, so... Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, that, that is the thing. One is there are two differences. And in coffee the, in Paris and all that. You know. There are two differences in the sequence. Difference one is that uh, he is dressed differently. You know, he is. He's, yep. it's, it's, so, things are similar. I believe he has the same yeah. audio player. We can, we can, like. Yep. He's just leaving his stuff there, I he think. He has a whole different look. Yep. So it, it seems to be a different day. Also, the thing is, uh, in the earlier sequence, the Sphinx in front of it was just sand. Yeah. Now there is actually a city in yeah. front of it. Yeah, yeah. So there is a whole different reality. Wow. Weird. Wh- which I am just, here's my proposal. Yeah. I believe the day so far is like his reimagined oh. version or kind of yes. vague memory of that this makes, day. That, that explains why the timeline is so tricky with Or it. or he has things he does habitually. Like, mm. oh, what's a good thing to do today? Well, I'll do some pub I'll do some surfing, yep. and then obviously the Sphinx. Yep. You know, obviously that's Obvi- just a, that's just a great day. Yep. And I think like that might be his kind of real, like his 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 kind of idealized version of of a normal day, which is like would be the Sphinx only sand. Also, he looks cool just standing here. Here is the reality of one actual version of the day. He's actually grubby, and the Sphinx is a is a damn tourist trap. Mm. You know, that that's that's it, it is very weird how they almost aligned. You know, it's the ditches in Rio. Is, was it a Brazilian chick at Rio or is it? Uh, a Polish chick. Polish oh, chick Oh, you're Rio. right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the coffee in Paris. And that, I mean, it's possibly did all this, those things earlier in the day. He could have. I mean, this could be a few this, hours later. I yeah. mean, he leaves New York oh, at like five. So, yeah. It's, or three, actually, as we worked out. 3.30. He could have gone to Rio. He could have gone to Paris. Yeah. He could have gone to the Maldives, you know? Yep. Like yep. Maybe Fiji was great. Maldives are even better. I'm just saying, it is very weird. This is I, I said before. This is a cha- this is challenging cinema. Mm. You know uh, the non sequentiality of the fact that like like it, it, it's, it's ambitious. Absolutely, it's very smart. Uh, All right. Um, 
And then, oh, in, the, in that sequence, he surfed the Maldives, not Fiji. That's what I said. Oh, yes. I said he okay. went to Fiji I was first, reading about Maldives Taco second. Bell. Yes, oh, very okay. good. Okay, Perfect. yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, anything else before the Rolling Cox sequence? Rolling Cox. Yeah. Uh, nope. That's it. Rolling Cox. Roland. In, in the jungle. Rolling Cox. Rolling Cox. In the jungle. So we, we see a scene. This And actually, this is this is pretty cool. We see a scene. We go into this this jungle paradise. Yep. And it seems like, oh, this is more of David's cool day. Yeah. And then you see electricity <laughs> flash wrong. in yeah. the, the treetops. Yep. And you realize, oh, this seems a bit weird. And then you hear like, people grunt and there's some, well, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, and you realize, okay, this is different. And then you see there's a number of people scrambling around. Two two goons, and then Roland Cox. We already know Samuel yep. Jackson is Roland Cox. And uh, say more about what, what what happens. Well, uh, they have laid out some electrical wires of some sort. Yeah, as you actually zoom in, you can see in the jungle wires are just like springing up in the air and connecting. Yeah, like this is. I, I don't know what kind of technology it takes to set up giant advanced hot... advanced paladin technology. I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, they have captured a jumper. <laughs> captured a jumper, which I would say it seems incredible they would ever capture a jumper. <laughs> I know. And to say one thing, okay, I'd say if if I were a paladin trying to capture a jumper, what would I do? You try and figure out where their kind of home base is. Absolutely, you'd yeah. say, oh, this is our apartment. Yep. Instead of booby traps in their apartment yep. or something. But that might be, I mean, that this might be this guy's home base. Maybe they located... He's a, he's a natural jungle jumper? Well, no, just, I mean, it, yeah, maybe that's where he thought to hide, is hide out in the middle of the jungle, because no one's going to find you there. a little tree house up there? Yeah, like, might be. Maybe. Might maybe. be. Yeah, it seems like if he just kind of... I guess the question, one, what is the jumper doing there? Like, is this, he just likes the jungle? No, again, this could be where he has set up his jumper base. Yeah, is it, is it just a good place to live? It sure. Seems, it seems a little bit out of the way. You well, know? if you're a jumper, does that matter? I mean, I suppose like if you're sleeping, is an animal gonna like attack you? I don't want to live jump, with it. Just jump away. If I'm sleeping, then no. But again, maybe he's got a cool treehouse. <laughs> I guess you know you can jump to the top. Of maybe a tree. he's got. Maybe he's underground. Maybe he's got a cave. Maybe he's got like a uh, like a riverfront uh, like you know mansion. I don't know. Yeah. Could be anything. One one thing in the book also. I don't know if this is ever really uh, done. Is like if you're acquiring a jump site, the first time you go there. You need to actually travel on a plane, and then you acquire the jump site, and then yeah. you go back. Yeah, which is I, I like that kind of. That like is a cool mechanic, but that yeah. would have made this movie very. Well, it just means tedious. in the past, you know, in the past, David has know, actually has, visited all these places by plane, yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, so there's so there's this new jumper. This is the uh, first time we've met another jumper. Is that right? Yeah, there's been no other jumpers. No so, other jumpers, just David. Yeah. So now we know that he's not the only one. I mean, there's possibly jumpers. We have no evidence. We have no evidence. We've never seen any confirmed other jumpers. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see this guy. Cut to Rainforest. This is this breathes well. This it, is nice. It's very nice. Cut to... I authentically love that sequence. Rainforest. Life. We're here. Tracking in. There's, it's like there's a big, big hut building. And that a could bridge. be his treehouse. This isn't. This is lightning, lightning. Wires everywhere. They're packing up whatever they, whatever what device that? they were using. It's the their capture device. Okay. 
A lot of electricity. Why? Because you are an abomination. Only God should have the power to be all places at all times. He has stabbed him. Samuel Jackson has stabbed the jumper. That is Roland Cox. He yeah. stabbed the jumper. Up through, I mean, just a nasty just knife up through the rib cage. It's a very broad looking knife. Yeah. Nice looking knife. And he says, one less of you, I think. Yeah. yeah. He says, yeah. Um, or one one less of them. I wrote it down. Um, yeah. We have a lead on the bank, sir. I'll be on the next plane. One right. less of you to worry about. One less of you to worry about. So, um... What he, a, so I think so. Samuel L. Jackson, hey Angela, how'd they do? Roland Cox, or Samuel Ro- Jackson? Was I'm just the so casting of Samuel L. Jackson yeah. for Roland Cox. Yeah, genius. You need someone who's gonna be like weirdly on a mission to kill jumpers for like no particular reason, but like kind of some weird religious reason. Yeah, I mean, this was a period. I mean, I think in the mid aughts. Samuel L. Jackson was in a number of vehicles which were fairly dubious, which were riding upon his star power, his energy, and charisma to carry. I mean, I think, like, snakes on a plane Mm. might be one of the most, like, it became campy, but it was Mm -hmm. really just, like, a a stupid project Mm -hmm. that they, uh, that they, you know, put him in. And they just said, like, yeah, you need to carry this flimsy premise. Yep, and he did. And Roland Cox, I mean, I will say, like, I don't really believe in Paladins as being a very good plot device. Sure. And if this was some just kind of so-so actor, I think... It would not have worked. It would not have worked. I don't know. I'm not sure it worked with Samuel Jackson. I think but it's, it works it's okay. Best, I mean, he's doing, he's doing the, you know, the, the Pulp Fiction thing where it's like, you know... You don't entirely understand his kind of ma- has, rationale he has and fiery his, eyes, but it's like he's on a mission. He is—he's clearly knows what he wants, and he's dangerous, and that's all you need to know. And he plays it really well, and move on. It's great. You're—he's—we have—we have the plot device we need here. Yeah, it's there isn't a lot of at least so far rich interiority to Roland Cox, but it—it it, is it function? It functions kind of well. Yep. Like it's it's interesting. Like I, when there's Sammy's traps, like his his he has two goons with him, or two assistants. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I are they paladins or do you think they're like contractors or just kind of aides? I think these are all people who fall under the organization, the paladin organization. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think they're they're. You think they're full time employees? Salary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think not only they're full time employees. I mean, to do this thing where you're like. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this guy to the jungle, and we're gonna kill a, like a young kid. Like, yeah, I think you got to be pretty in. in you have to be trusted. The, yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. Just, you wouldn't just get someone from like some sort of like your know, job for hire pool, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> actually, um, this is a, a a mercenary murder squad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, led by a religious man. Uh, yes. Which then, so speaking of this young kid, like, are all jumpers young? Young. Well, I was gonna guys? say there's kind of like a nice like tortoise and the hair mechanic here which mm-hmm. is like jumpers are so good at doing stuff but yet the in the paladins are not really like yeah. he has to take a, a damn airplane right and yet roland cox is He's able to outsmart them. he has like a he has a nice gray head of hair you know he's, he's a mature man 
Uh, and you know, these, and he's these, never let a paladin get past, or sorry, I, never let a jumper get past thirty years old. And I've never seen an old jumper. Yeah, exactly. Every jumper is a, is a, is a kid, including yep. the one who's, who's, who's dead now. Yep. Uh, the, like, one of the goons almost dies when like they're diving out of the oh, way yeah. as things are fa- like. Yeah. It seems like a, not a very well rigged trap if you're almost killing yourselves. In the well, process. I just think it's very dangerous work. You gotta, you're capturing a jumper. That's got to be hard. So okay, so. You're saying you think do you think it's likely this is a treehouse situation? I think it's likely this is either where he lives, where the jumper lives, or where where like one of his kind of key locations or bases is, where maybe he's keeping his stuff or whatever. I mean, they've clearly tracked if, him if down to jump something. Sites, you know the actual position he jumps to, right? And yeah. I suppose you can really target that position, right? Multiple electricity targets start up. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure this is explained at any point, but it appears that like. At a certain voltage, or is it a certain like amps? I don't know. So, some sort of electricity threshold seems to stop them from being able to jump. Exactly. So you have yep. to like, is it direct? Con- is 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 he being electrocuted like right Actively. now? Actively, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, I think so. Or at least, yeah. When, is it being around electric God. field, or is it actually some, some combination? Some, oh, yeah. we, we might we find out more later, but you know, for now, we think it must be something like it that. It does yeah. seem like they are getting him pinned between big cables, which yeah. are. Like, if, if one is, like, high voltage, one is low voltage, and yep. there's actually current running between them, yep. yeah, that, that seems to make sense. Like, you have to be actively in that. That seems sure. hard, too. Like, it's one thing. It's like, it's, I it's, touch you with I'm, a cable. I'm not arguing. It's you difficult work. You have to touch work. you with, I guess, a high voltage in the ground. It's, you know? this is di- Paladins don't have it easy. I'm not, I'm not going to debate that. And, he, like, it doesn't look like there's a native power source here. You know, like yeah. They, I know they brought it their little suitcase. Yeah. I think <laughs> is that just a ma- like a, yeah, just a really powerful batteries? battery. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. about that. Um, so I think the so the the thing I I generally this scene I I'm not a huge fan of. Just it's just I just don't find it pleasant. <laughs> like it's just like. The, I, Going you, into it, the movie is perfect. I know, yeah, and you're just like, this is cool, and so much cool jumping is happening, and then it's just like now this bummer of a scene where this young kid is getting killed in a forest, like with a bit like a big flat knife into his gut. Yeah, yeah, it's just not pleasant, and I mean, it's not supposed to be pleasant, but it's just you know, it just kind of really. If I were, a gi- if I were on the movie. notes, I would say, give us twenty more minutes of cool Hayden scenes. Yeah. Before anything else happens, right? You know? yeah. uh, and maybe just make the rest of the movie be cool Hayden scenes. Let's not have yeah. any of this other stuff. So, um, I do think though it is it it does do a nice job of providing some exposition on Roland and his motivation, right? In, in a in a fairly seamless way. It's 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 bit of clunky exposition. I don't. Th- I think it's actually not bad because you've got. I mean, it makes sense that the jumper would be like, "Why are you doing this, dude?" Like this. You know, like this is that is meaningless. That is a good question. Which is the first time you get killed as a paladin? Is that like your introduction to paladins? Because it is killed as as a jumper. Yeah, I mean, by a paladin. Like, yeah, I mean, you might you might understand these guys are chasing you, but certainly you wouldn't have like talked to them before, probably. Right. I, I say, like, Although we do see David be, talk to you him. You would be later, more but. vulnerable if you don't know about paladins. Right. Yeah. And it does seem like that this know. guy doesn't entire doesn't know what they're doing, which makes sense. He asks him why, right? Which is a very fair question here. Yeah. And then we get the answer, which I think is great. I mean, I, I this is a good natural. I mean, this is way better than like cut to Paladin HQ. <laughs> <laughs> Roland Cox walks into the you know no, the Paladin Lab. It, the fact, you know, I mean, that's what the Marvel movie would be doing. Would be like you yeah. know the Paladin Lab, and it's like, we need to take these 
I mean, I am you know. interested in like financing. <laughs> like there, there seems to be he has an expense report. You know, yeah. <laughs> he gets like you know, he, is he is he traveling business class? One would hope. One would. Hope. He's going to be on the next plane. That's yeah. not going to be a cheap I, ticket. Like, like just generally, is he is he part? Like, if the paladins were a subset of the Catholic Church, I'd say okay, it makes sense. They have money. Oh, I'm sure they have lots of resources. Yeah. I mean, do you think? Do you think it's because it's a, a it's a religious cult? That's I mean, they, so you, say, you think it's more like Scientology or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's been I mean, for hundreds of years though. Sure. Yeah. I know it's it's meant to be kind of like the Knights Templar type of thing. I think it's sort mm. of like a you know like a religious mercenary or not not mercenary religious. Um, Did the Knights Templar well, they travel were business class? Uh, one would hope. I mean, do they I mean, have a lot of money? They, I don't think. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, because they were funded by the Pope. Okay, so it's all. I, th- I thought that was separate. Okay, I don't, I'm not. A big well, and donors. I mean, you know, they just have a lot of money because they're viewers like you. Yeah, viewers like you. No, they have a lot of money because a lot of people that are religious and are likely to contribute to religious causes. Sure. And so, but yeah, you know, for me, and the Catholic Church is great because tithes. You know, if your tithes right. are financing the murder of jumpers, then that works out. I mean, it, it is kind of funny. A bunch of people like don't realize their money is being sent for execution squads <laughs> of young kids whose crime is simply a sin which you know i'd say mainstream christianity probably doesn't really shun teleportation i mean <laughs> it, i as even the most no, this kind is of clearly an extreme wing of whatever religion it's a part of i get well nice job getting the money flowing to them you know because i think this is this is a minor concern for most christians sure. or, or i mean they're not necessarily christian sect but yeah you know, this is. It, I, I think most religious yeah, people. Yeah, but I don't think a, it's more the public money. Left. This is the shadow money. This is you know, this is this somehow siphons out of you know the. I mean, clearly this is a secret organization. It's not like the paladins or something. It's like yeah, I'm a, I I support. Sure. I send in my check every month to support the paladin organization. It, it, but it know. means that there's kind of a big public pool or kind of a yeah. known pool yeah. that, that, that has a dark money component. Totally. Which I means that. that people putting money into the big public pool are kind of getting hoodwinked. Like, yeah. if you're just yeah. a normal Catholic, yeah. I think you'd feel kind of pissed off that you're funding this, this murder squad. Sure. Yeah, I for agree. For something that I don't think most Catholics would say that teleportation is a top concern for them i we have to poll we have to yeah. poll people yeah okay um and then i think so then uh so uh, anything else about jungle scene not really it, it, mm. it just it's, it's very cryptic it's a bummer of a scene oh and then he so then he gets the call uh, about that is calm almost like a it almost is a crucifixion it is yeah. it yeah. looks like yeah cool phone i'll be on the next plane okay lead on the bank he's going back to new york all right empire state Building. so Yes. So then we're back in New York. Oh, we're going to watch the scene? Let's watch yeah, this. Yeah. Hey, Angelo, how'd they do? Not so good. Uh, I told you you wouldn't need that umbrella. Yeah, you were right. His would, hair is looking good again. I would actually want to score. To just See, the hair is under control. Again. Oh, the hair's looking great. Yeah. He's back in his apartment. Monitors are off. Don't run. Key line pie. Eight years we've been looking for you. And who are you? My name's Roland. What do you- Don't think you'll be needing that umbrella. What do you- 
So, okay, cool things here. One, I really like that this five minutes starts with him heading out the door and finishes basically with him, him coming back in the door. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love that it just times out almost perfectly. No, it's, um, it's fantastic. Second thing, um, the he didn't go to the basketball game. So I assume when he was walking out the door, I said this last episode, he's asking about the score to his basketball game. He's going to the game. It's it is kind of as I said before. It's like this weird. My day so far at the beginning is like. And he talks it, about going it, to the NBA finals. finals. Yeah, yeah, which we know it's not the finals because this isn't June. <laughs> yeah. This is not June. Yeah, which is kind of like you can imagine him looking back on a day like this and saying it's like, oh yeah, I heard about a basketball score. It's like yeah, I went to a basketball. I went to the NBA finals. <laughs> it was great. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yep. I I. Uh, uh, okay. Off offhand, one one thing I thought of is. We talk about implicit jumps. I, I think mm-hmm. there's possibly more implicit jumps insofar as the fact he's lugging his clothes around. Yeah, he needs to go get those back. Because, like, yeah, I guess, yeah. he, yep. uh, we said before, the Sphinx could have his depot. In yep. that Sphinx, he might have his nice clothes again to put on. The on the Sphinx, yeah. Yep. But I didn't see it. I didn't Maybe either. It might be in the cooler. Might be the cooler. Um, yeah. So when he gets back into the... So he, gets, he uh, walks into the elevator. He then starts to take something out of his pocket. Do you know oh, what that is? Oh, I didn't really see that. He starts to like rummage in his pocket as if he's maybe trying to find his keys, but it's his coat pocket, which I guess if he went surfing and stuff, I guess it makes sense for him to leave his keys in his coat pocket. But of course he doesn't need keys because he's a jumper. So it's weird. Either he's putting on a show like for... Um, yeah, I think, I think it's just a pose. I think Albert? It's a pose. Uh, 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 Angelo. Al- Angelo. He's putting on a show for Angelo, which yeah. is like, yeah, I'm rummaging for my keys because I'm going to have to use them for my apartment. Like th- a normal th- th- person. Which, honestly, I don't think you do that at the beginning of your elevator trip. Yeah, that's I know. Like, that's yeah. a midway through at best. Yes. Uh, or there's something else, some other thing to, some other thing here we're missing. One, one thing, one thing, just offhand, that's, yeah. it's implicit, that I think would be cooler if it was explicit, uh, is that he litters a lot. You know, he litters his surfboard. Yeah. I don't think he goes back and cleans Definitely it not. Definitely and not. And if, if you actually saw in the Sphinx, if he had his stupid wrappers for his fast food, and if he just let them f- like fly off his face, yep. that would be so cool. Actually, that's one thing I'd like to see. It's just like <laughs> every scene he does, if he just litters a lot. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. Keep, a, keep a litter count going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not realize, honestly, until I read the summary, that th- when he looks suspicious, it's because the monitors were off. Yeah. When I see monitors, like I saw nothing weird. Yeah. Because monitors is, yep. turn off, right? Yep. yep. Like in the, in the odds where monitors. Well, I think this is an implication that they that the power to his apartment might be out. Is that or there's lights no, are on? Lights so on. yeah, that's, that I, can't I think be true. If he's thinking, why would the mon- I mean, why would Roland Cox turn off the monitors? What is that? <laughs> Two questions. One is, what would he expect? It's like if it's a normal thing, he'd be seeing his flying toasters. <laughs> but. Instead, Instead the monitors are off. Which I feel now, monitors turning off is more normal. Like, screensavers don't exist anymore because monitors kind of, like, power save automatically. yeah. But it is weird to say, like, if that's actually what happens, monitors would stay on. Or, like, he has cool displays which are always showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would Roland turn it off? Is is because he would hope he'd see this? I don't know. Well, I mean, maybe because he needs is... to run some electrical, you know, some some electrical traps. <laughs> yeah, he needs to plug. He needs to plug his electrical trap into <laughs> into somewhere, and the only available outlet is the one the the monitors are plugged into. 
So you just imagine Roland shuffling behind the desk, trying to unplug the monitors and plug in his Ro- like. Roland was on this twelve-hour <laughs> flight, and he get, he gets to New York City. Oh, his sat- satellite phone went out, ran out of batteries. He's got a. Yeah. Yeah, and he just he has his his, his cattle prod and everything. No, else he's got the suitcase with all the electrical stuff in it. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't all right. Um, and in general, if you're Rolling Cox, yeah, and you know, like you have, so I, I, he gets to his apartment. Question: gets How does he get apartment. into his apartment? Right. Well, he jumps. Rolling. Oh, Rolling Cox. Oh, yeah. he doesn't jump. He, um, he, he ends up in JFK. Well, we know he's he resourceful. Takes, he takes we train. know he's resourceful. He probably talked his way in. Maybe he's a friend of his. Do you but think then, he talked to Angelo? Well, but no, and Angelo would have obviously mentioned that. I think Angelo let everyone down. If Angelo had let someone, had, if Roland Cox had said he was looking for David, Angelo definitely would have mentioned that to David. Yes, so yeah. I think we can rule that out. I'm sure it was not. He like, would have mentioned like, oh, your uncle's waiting for you upstairs or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, but um, the I do like Samuel Jackson's wearing like the um, like a um, what are they called? Uh, uh, like a, a pastor's no, a pastor's oh. Oh, collar. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. right. No, yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost like a chairman, uh, like like a chairman Mao kind of setup. It's it's. it's I think it's, it's very, meant to be a religious, like a like a you know someone like a man of the cloth. You know, it's it's almost it's almost like chairman Mao. It's almost like Nehru, but it's it's it's, it's a weird kind of thing, certainly. Uh. Cool. Do you see a cool globe in this room? No. Well, look at when they're talking in the mm. back of his apartment. He has a giant globe where he's a bunch of like large pushpins for. Oh, which I'd say nice. this is not a good thing for a paladin to see. Is is a a, a a very easy display of all your jump sites. Oh, is it, you could. Uh, uh, yeah. So is there a path here where where David walks in? Roland's like. You're a jumper. I know it. And David's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never jumped. I don't know what you're talking about. I think he saw him jump into the room. He certainly didn't see the door open. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't think David has, is, I don't think hiding his jump evidence in his apartment is doing David all that much good here. Well, no, I'm saying, but the thing, if he's chasing him, then he knows where he's going to go. Oh, that's a good point. That's, that's a good thank point. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I thought it was yep. a great point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hey, we'll talk more about this kind of confrontation, but it does seem if you're rolling cocks, yeah. If I am, I am, I would have set up a trap very easily, and I would try to make sure David Jumper Rice is murdered immediately. Within, immediately, yeah. No, but I think there's a dynamic here where it's like, wow, this is the first guy that's actually eluded us for nine years or whatever. I mean, he seems surprised, right? And so he's like, <laughs> basically, I, I mean, I think basically he's like, so I need to, to, I need to learn more about this guy. And and confront him first before I you before I repeat the normal playbook. I, I think that's what's going through Roland's head here. It like I just don't see in general like he's not particularly good at like being careful. He seems like one of the he seems relatively reckless. Are you saying every that's other, right? I know. Well, that's what I think. Every I, other jumper I, more reckless. No, I think they're more. Um, you know, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they're more conservative. They jump a lot in the same place. You know, they don't go all around the world all the time. They don't steal from banks. You know, maybe most other jumpers live pretty quiet lives and, like, don't push the boundaries that much. And so when David starts pushing the boundaries, he creates this unpredictable and insane behavior so this, that this, then this, becomes... So, so the, the, the guy in the jungle, this yeah. could have been a very modest man who, yeah. like, he just lives in his village yeah. and, and the word got around that he jumped like, across <laughs> his village yeah. to fish at a better spot. 
And yep. then suddenly he's like rolling. Like, oh, this is yep. This guy. Maybe. He doesn't, Maybe. Have, he doesn't have any jump Whereas sites. David goes from zero to robbing banks in like two days, you know? I think the reason that we care about David Jumper Rice is because we feel like, oh, if I was in a situation, I'd be cool like that. Yeah. I, I don't think he... It does not seem surprising the amount of jumping he's doing. It seems like a very reasonable amount of jumping, really. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, anything? Anything else? Because there's more to go about this scene. I still, I, I don't buy that. Honestly, I feel paladins need to be all business. Like, don't, don't. No, no. Again, this might be part of the business. I think there is a, a notion of he needs to actually do some recon here and understand more about what's happening with David. This is like trying to flip a jumper to get either. Yeah, either flip him, get more intel. Does uh, he think this guy is doing so well? Yeah. that he must be maybe part of the jumper got, network. Maybe he's got a network, right? Maybe there's maybe there's something going on here that's different. Something he's able to do that other jumpers haven't. I just think he he, he clearly this is an edge case, something interesting and different. And so he's treating it with a little more care than he would with the normal, just like jump in with the electrical wires and and get it get the knife in there ASAP, right? I two things I'll note offhand is yep. uh, it is clear in any situation these scenes are not in sequential order. The jungle scene happens before other scenes because he. Takes the time to takes fly, the time in, the plane, to fly yeah. in the plane. Yeah, that's interesting. Which it could be. This could be weeks earlier. Yeah, it's possible. Like it seems like he took a flight, immediately went to his apartment. It's possible. You know, I mean, it's, it's possible he spent weeks doing recon and surveying him. It's also possible. I would though, do that. I would actually spend time learning more about him, as opposed to he didn't know who he was. Now he's like, yeah. He's, I mean, he's you think him. a place that looks like that jungle has got to be at least. Six hours away from New York by plane. It could be the uh, New Jersey time, uh, Pine Barrens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, it looks like Brazil, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I actually, I thought like it's pretty I, dense rainforest. I thought it was Oceania, a, but it might be, it might be South America. Um, I, I was thinking South America, but yeah. Um, all right. Um, anything else? Uh, that's, I think, it for talking about it. So we have our, our wrap up. I have one thing I'd like to uh, get in if we have time. Sure. Which Let's is, go. We, we, now is the time. We're way behind on uh, re read the tweets, our famous segment, which is oh. just kind of our. Oh yeah, let's through. look back at yeah. What did we think when we were watching this? Yeah, I think we're like f- three episodes that we haven't really talked about. Um, so, uh, you say Hayden Christensen really could have played young Hayden Christensen here. I, I agree. Yep. You then say less than ten minutes into the movie, we're all seeing lot. We're already seeing lots of jumping. I like it. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, I say good room poster array. Metallica, Wolves Howling, Mark Twain. I, I saw Wolves immediately. Mm. Uh, this is a point I made, which I did. I didn't realize we didn't talk about before. The river thawed that evening. He, it was frozen oh, in the day. Wow, it was yeah. thawed in the mm. evening, which yep. is weird because I would suspect it would be colder in, mm. in the day. Uh, you say yes. Late credit sequence. We're rolling now. Does Hayden Christian just do cameos in the movie? We're, we're, we're getting frustrated. We're not seeing Hayden. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, I say the thematic richness is so powerful. We learn Hayden's mom is also a jumper in her own way, in that she abandoned her family. She oh, she jumped away from her deep. family. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. Uh, you you mentioned that the jumping is causing damage to rooms. Uh. Uh. Da da Nice inside motorcycle. Oh, you're eating food? Yep. Anything to share? Nope. Uh, you say this movie is really entertaining, dense, and pleasant so far. He's certainly jumping a lot. 
Tanqueray and Tonic ordered. Apparently it's impressive you need to order Tanqueray. Not impressive, but I like it. I say this is the coolest movie I've ever seen. Mm. I love how much the movie is gratuitous jumping. You say, I say only God was meant to jump. And this is where you talk about your bad vibes. You say, what? This got dark very fast. Yes, that's. Yeah. I, I predicted that, yeah. Uh... I say that he's breached the apartment. That's, we're basically we're basically caught up. That's wow. We didn't we didn't say a whole lot about all that was. Ha- I mean, it happens all. I mean, very I'm not fast, reading. So. I'm not reading everything we said. Oh, okay, this is stuff sure. that's kind of that is somewhat novel. The novel, but it does let us know that we were really. This movie was perfect. It is a perfect film. It was perfect, really, up into the sequence with the Sphinx, and then it kind of goes off the rails a little bit. <sighs> let's does. let's see about it's it. It's a bummer. It's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. But all right. Should we start taking care of some business here? Yeah, let's, let's 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 wrap some stuff up here. Okay, here we go. This is a segment we call uh, "Figure Out All the Things" at the end of the show. <laughs> this is a great video. This is a uh, slow TV relax and background uh, is the name of the channel. Ten hours bouncing trampoline kids video and soundscape. This is slow TV, 1080 HD. This is much better than the previous trampoline sound effect video we've had. If I were just hearing this, <laughs> I'm not sure I would say that this is trampoline sounds. There's some trampoline mixed in there. I, I agree this is ambient. But you're saying when kids jump on a trampoline, they don't sound like this. I mean, this is ambient children having fun sounds. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd call it... <laughs> yeah, they're like, clearly jumping. Do we, do we, no, look we, at the we video. Look at, if you look at it. Yeah. Oh, I guess it is true. Like this, it doesn't say this is like music. It this is this is a full experience. Yes. You're supposed to watch. Yes. <laughs> so okay, that's fun. All right. Um, wow, two point nine k views. Pretty good. <laughs> it is well shot. Yeah. I don't know how much unique footage before it starts looping, but they. <laughs> the lighting is ambitious. Yep. Like this is actually a real thing going on here. Okay, so things to do at the end of the episode are, of course, the easy stuff: drink of the app, drink of the app, jump of the app, jump of the app, jump pa, jump pa, uh, and then of course jumper in the air. Yep. One, one, one more, more jump. jump. We got so much business to take yeah. care of. Okay, okay. drink okay. of the app is easy. It's tank and tonic. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, jump of the app is easy. It's when he's about to wipe out on the surfboard and he jumps away from the wave. I'll, I'll investigate one more time, but it seems very clear that's the case. Yeah, I, explicit is better than implicit. Yep. And yeah, I think it's got to be. I mean, the, I, the the pub was 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 flashy. Yep. But I, I no. love I love the scene where he's he's yelling it's, like a goofball on the waves. And it's he, such an ambitious jump. It's so good. It's so good. So it's so good. It's so good. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about the uh, the jump pa? Jump pa. The worst jump. The, the worst least, jump. The least crucial jump of the ep. Um, I mean, you could say the bar jump. Um, I would say the bar jump because it's 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 kind of sus. It's toxic. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's 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 doing man spreading. Yeah, spreading across the bar through teleportation. Yeah, I, I gotta say bar jump. Okay. Yeah, yep. I agree. Okay. Okay. Uh, and now it is uh, one more jump. One more jump. There could just be one more okay, jump. Okay, question one. Yes. Is this any jump? Like, for example, what about the jumper in the jungle? The jungle jumper? No. This has to be a David Rice jump. But He, he could jump in. He could jump to save the, the other jumper in the jungle. There has been, like, a notable thing of if the perfect jump would often involve something where they don't know about it. Yeah. They have no frame of reference. Yeah. But it'd be cool. 
but it would be inexplicable. Yeah, no, I or think we need, we need a realist. It needs to be something he could actually realistically do at some point in these five minutes. I think we've not really followed that so far. You think we should do it going going not ahead? Re- I mean, not. Well, what do you mean? We have all of that. our one more jumps. I think have kind of broken. No, the logic. No, oh, not the logic of like he has to. Have... No, I don't think we have it all. Okay, well, okay, I, sure, I disagree. Sure, sure. Okay, well, I'll, 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 let's attempt to be grounded this time and see how it goes. Okay. Okay. So, question one: Where is a moment of of uh, of something not ideal for David Jumper Rice? Not ideal. Let's see. Because um, this is a pretty good day so far. He has a great day. Even when he wipes out, you know, he's wiping out in a cool way, and of course, he he jumps at the perfect time. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, there he's is out of the window. I mean, the only bummer of his day was going to the surf spot where there weren't any waves. I think that taught him something. And he yeah. Like, honestly, he kind of, the rest of the people were like, it's like, my day is ruined. Whereas yeah. he is just, you know, I think um, he enjoys, I mean, I will say he looks sad at the window. There is, is it, I mean, he gets back to his apartment and he gets confronted by Roland. So that is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, that, that is kind of going to the next, the next, he's, he's sad about the basketball score. What if he jumped? Uh, what if he jumped back, turned on his monitors? Oh, that's interesting. Then jump back. No, that wouldn't really work. Um, I'll say this. I'm. I'm just going here. I'm, yeah. I'm, the Big Ben sequence was cool. Yeah. It could be cooler. He could have jumped to more landmarks. He could have been like I'm, all the London landmarks, just like jump, 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 jump. London Eye. I'm saying. Yeah. I think it'd be cooler if he was I on. London Eye exists in 2008. Uh. What if he like went from the uh, base of of Big Ben to the uh, the hour the, oh, wow. the hour hand? Nineteen ninety eight. Oh wow! It did not admit its first paying passenger. Yeah, until they they, they loved Millennium there. They built the Millennium Bridge. Yeah, they yeah. They went crazy at that time. So what if he jumped to other British landmarks? Just like a cool sequence where he yeah. jumps in between the bobbies yes. and the yeah. The, when the, he's the, ju- the he's little, like oh he's on he's on um you know Westminster Abbey now you know oh he's on you know he's at Buckingham Palace Downtown um, Abbey. Oh, he's like he's he jumps behind a beef eater and you know and like you know he just hams it up behind them. You he know, hangs out with the queen for a bit. Hey, yeah, jumps into the queen's chamber just for like a tea. Yes, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's like six more jumps. No, I know, but one more jump, one more jump. Yeah, where he jumps to another cool London landmark. I think it should be on top of the beef eater's hat. Perfect. Yes, and he just he just perches there for yep. a bit like yep. a little frog. Yep. And he's just no. I think on top of their little hut, you know, they stand in the little little hut, little little building thing. They stand in like an outhouse. I think the hat's more iconic. Okay, okay. And he just perches there like a little frog. Yep. And, and just, then he jumps away. <laughs> he jumps away. Good. Well, that's that's been one what, more jump. What a jump. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Um, we're we're ahead of time. We're so ahead of time, but we we have other stuff to get through here. Do we? No, we do not. <laughs> okay. I mean, jump air in the air. I mean, we can we can always, you know. Let's uh, get jump air in the air out of the way. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Movie as a whole as a whole. Movie as a whole as a whole. This is where we rate the movie from a variable jumper's eye view. Yes. The jump, you know, fl- floating through the air. Yeah. Uh, overall, as a movie as a whole as a whole. Then we're going to rate the movie the up until these, five, these minutes. five minutes. And then, and then we'll these rate five minutes just as a these whole. five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, so movie, movie as, as a whole as a whole. As a whole. Ready? Three, two, two one, three and a half stars. stars. Wow, three okay. and a half. I guess okay. four. All right, movie up to this up point. to this point. Ready? Yeah. Three, three, two, two one, four five stars. stars. Five stars. Wow, I'm gonna say four. I four. just love, I just love the this. whole the, like the fast food sphinx sequence. Yeah, there's good stuff there. Okay, these five minutes. Ready? Yes. 
three, two, one, five four stars. stars. Five stars. Ah, see, I just have to dock it for the jungle scene. It'd be perfect if not for that bummer of a scene. I think it does some good stuff. I don't know. I, it makes these five minutes like it. It makes these five minutes go from something where like I could watch this on loop forever you and can, just, you can't appreciate like, the I sunshine just, without the rain. But these as five minutes if, if versus like I can just put these on a screen and just have them permanently looping in like a display. Let, let me just tell you this. Like the, that, the this. jungle scene ruins it. Let me just tell you this. Yeah. If I'm watching David Rice Jumper yeah. played by Hayden Christensen being cool, yeah. I need a frame of reference. And if he's just, if he's cool and enjoying himself, yep. but if everyone else in the world is, having also having, is having a good day, oh. it's not that like it's not that special. Yeah, right. So Whereas it is, I want to see him having a good day, mm. and I want to see someone else, some like some likable innocent person yep. I don't know, being tortured to death. Yep. In a place where I don't know and feel disoriented, uncomfortable. Totally. I'm like, man, Hayden's day was pretty cool. Yep. Now it's really cool. Yep. So yep. I think it made his. I think it made it better. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, and it made him cooler. I agree with that, but I still don't enjoy watching it. Speaking of the coolest day, this is just, I, I shared you the clip of this uh, from the script. I yes. just really enjoyed this line. Yeah. Uh, doorman, in the original line, uh, he was a doorman, not a deskman. Yes. And they didn't call him Angelo. I, a doorman can be at a desk. They don't have to be at the door. They, well, if the, a doorman if the is, a, is, is a position, is like a, you know, it's just a job. You have to be at the door. You no, know, you can be anywhere in the lobby. You have to be at the door. Uh, doorman told you you wouldn't need that umbrella. David nods, moving past him. David, yeah, you are right. And then the next line is the you know it's not a character line. It's just a it's a it's a stage direction. It says we realize this was all. <laughs> everything after this is all in capitalization and underlined. We realize this is all one night in the life, life of, of a, a jumper. jumper. Uh, so good. I could always talk about uh, little little uh, nuggets from uh, Pageful because I, I while I was on Amtrak, yeah. I read through a little bit of Pageful. Well, let's, let's, I'm just getting us out of because uh, we have like we have like two minutes to spare, right? This is Pageful of Jumper. Pageful of Jumper, uh, good book. I read read more of this. The good book. It is the good book. Uh, yeah, I read more of this. So as as this you know, unfolds. There is conflict, but the conflict is less of him running away from Roland Cox and more of the fact he's just trying to find his mom. Mm. There is sequences where he contacts his grandpa in Florida, wow. who is now who's now dead. Wow! And uh, he needs to just get information, so he finds his grandpa's lawyer. Mm. And there's a lot about going to Orlando Airport. Mm. There's there's a line where he goes and rides Star Tours a number mm. of times. Mm. That's fun. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll screenshot that and post that in a certain place. Uh, Great. But yeah, and uh, he's just he's spending time. He's like, but he's like just doing research, like talking to his grandpa's old friends, and eventually he finds out his grandpa's lawyer has a connection to his mom. Where his mom says, "No one can contact me, even my son, because I'm afraid my abusive husband." Well, oh, in, so we okay. So that is that is confirmed. His mom is out there. His mom is out there, and his mom ran away because she was actually put in a hospital because his dad is abusive. In wow. the book, his dad like he is he is definitely portrayed as lower middle class. Yeah, and in the book, he's actually kind of an upper middle class guy. He's huh? actually he has he drives a Cadillac. Wow, and like he I think he's like a professional job, and like he drinks like fine scotch. Wow, but he's like he's a deadbeat who's still like 
deprives his son of like having any like basic necessities like sure. which is a different vibe for it of like the upper middle class professional abusive father but there you go uh he spends time in new york there's a lot about he millie is older than him He's, she's actually they meet in uh in sweeney todd mm. uh in the stage she's actually very bookish he has glasses hmm. and there's just kind of a he gets revenge against his old enemies there's a lot of revenge scenes yep. kind of goofy stuff he gets you know someone gets water on their head he 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 pretends to be a ghost remember i told you about a trucker tries to rape him uh-huh. he, he pretends to be a ghost and like makes him drive off the road wow pretty cool wow very cool he tries to find other jumpers one thing Uh he does is he looks to see magicians are they actually jumpers is that how they're good at magic oh that's fine so he goes to a magic show and says is this guy a jumper he seems like he's teleporting he realizes it's a trick and then he like jumps around on stage and the audience like plods and then he says after it's over you're a poser you're no jumper and then he jumps away that's really cool pretty cool that's they, so cool they could have put that in these would have been great to have in the film but that's a little know, page full of jumper they're out there and that's been a page full of jumper not, not, the, not the most reasonable flow but you know it, it is okay. a, let's talk about contact info oh yeah that if you want to contact us yeah here uh, is how you do that website Website We'll see how it works. Website. Same. Same. Electronic mail. Email, email at is staff of. at earfulof.com. Jumper.com. Dot com. Electronic mail. <laughs> yeah. Everything's working well. Social media. Social media. We're now on X.com. No, we're not. We're on X.com. No, we're not. <laughs> we are on X.com. All right. Um, that has been an earful of Jumper. It has been. So as you sit back and enjoy the rest of your days as, and nights, yep, I always remember one thing. One thing. Uh, Jumpingness is... Jump, to- jump, jump, <laughs> and don't stop jumping. Okay, we'll work on this. We'll work on this. Thank you.